there we go, you see, well done. We got there in the end. Hi. My headphones aren't loud enough. How about... Hello. Is that better? No. Does that do anything? No. Uh, this one, this one, this one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, that's it. Right. <laughs> Well. So, good morning. It's one minute past six. Um, it's it's that- like we're waiting for the, um, the, the the choke to work on the car or something, or the windows to defrost. You've still got your coat and your bag on. Well, because I didn't realise the time. I was upstairs gassing with you, <laughs> and um, then I, I realised... Oh, blimey. I've got my bag on, haven't I? Look. His man bag. We're not talking about some sort of uh, attachment. I saw a fella the other day with a purse. Do you remember when the, the Continentals were trying to bring purses over in the 80s? Yeah. And we were all laughing, going, well, that would never catch on. Well, it's caught on here. There was a fella with a purse. Very practical. No, it's not. Well, if you, men generally have pockets, so you don't need them. Oh, this is... Uh, hey, don't get me started on that. I'm so glad I don't go out with my wife anymore, because... Uh, yeah, the, that's the, what you're for, you know. You, can you can you take my keys? What? Can you put my keys in your pocket? Well, okay. Well, I've, all of them. I yeah. made an invention when I was in my first year of college and um, cheap and didn't want to um, spend a pound on putting my coat in the um, yeah. cloakroom at clubs. Yeah. I used to um, put my purse in my um, undergarments. How is that an invention? Well, I thought I don't Nicker need to do this. Is not, has what been I need invented. to do is make an attachment for the inside of one's skirt. You made a, a fanny pack. <laughs> A clip-on purse with their prestods. A what-on purse? Clip-on. Wow. It was only in my mind. I never actually did. I oh, OK, so when you said you'd made an invention, you thought about something for a few seconds whilst drunk and then took the idea no further at all. In I'm that taking case, it to the dragons. They're going to love it. <laughs> I've invented loads of things in that case. Like millions of things just this morning. You've brought some compact discs Yeah, do you want in. to put one in? Because the um, normal thing isn't working. Streisand. First off, Streisand. Streisand duets. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm watching at the moment... Starry Star Born. Born. What for? I couldn't manage the first ten minutes. It's. I tell you it's why. Weird, isn't it? Why couldn't you manage the first ten minutes? Bored. Chris Christopherson um, playing a rock star. The thing about Chris Christopherson, he's good, but he can't sing. That's his problem, and he's playing a rock star. But he wore a beard well. He didn't. He looked beautiful. Yeah. He looked beautiful. Uh, Chris Christopherson, Barbara Streisand, and of course the greatest living actor of all time, Gary Busey, is in there. Uh, but it's. I'm loving it. I haven't seen it for years. I've been after it for years, and I managed to find it. What's it about then? After the ten minutes, all right, skip that bit because I saw right, that. Right, so he's so a there's big... like a big concert, blah blah blah. Yeah, he's there. That's about all I saw. He's a big star. She's not. Their trajectories uh, reverse. Oh yeah, I did see he, a bit more then. He becomes a flop. She becomes a superstar. And he, I, if I remember correctly, spoiler alert, guys, I think you can ruin the end of a film forty years after it's been released. He drives off to the desert and kills himself. Oh, that's she, what happened. They should change the title. And what's well, no. Star is killed. Uh, but what's great so it about... It sounds like, um, you know that what film I lent you and you've not given me back? Um, uh, the romantic one? Yeah. Oh, I don't think I can watch that at the moment. It's that, but um, this time she, she writes scripts. They, it's oh, the same really? thing. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Streisand again, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. He... Y- Yentl. It's not Yentl. I've got Yentl if you want that. What's Yentl? Is she a boy in that? No, she pretends to be so she can get educated. I mean, that's crazy. Mm. It's, it's terrible people have to do that in this day and age. Well, then also she burst into song every five minutes. That's also terrible. She, there is something about um, Barbara Streisand that is um, 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 annoying. No, beautiful. Yeah, Both, actually. Yeah. So are you going to play? She's is a that weird introduction star- to the song? <laughs> By the way, this is the show, guys. This is the show, Alice. This is the show. Yeah, you're, you're producing it. You didn't realise, did you? That's fine. So if it wins an award, then Catherine and I get an award. If it uh, gets criticism in the local press... That's you, I'm afraid. YF, your fault. Yeah, your fault. Uh, so, um, so she's irritating and annoying. She's like a, she's this. A, no, hang on. 
I'm, I'm helping you with your links. No, you're, you're going to sit here in a minute and drive. No, I, I can't. Yes, you can, mate. No, I, I, I brought I, a kettle into the studio. We're going to make coffee. Live on air and do the taste test challenge. What is the best coffee? Can you tell the difference between the expensive brands and the shop's own brands? The best coffee is one that someone else makes. There should be more taste tests on radio. Anyway, she was a, a, an unusual um, s- superstar because she's not conventionally beautiful. Mm-hmm. Amazing eyes, though. Well, I fixed, the, oh, fixed it now. Holidays are coming. Holidays are coming. Morning! <laughs> right, start again from now. Yeah, stop. Go. Across beds, hearts and bucks. This is BBC Counties Radio. And we're in. What song do you want? Um... Isn't it funny you brought the best of Nina Simone? Why? Because we're going to play a song, a Nina Simone song later on in the show, but not by Nina Simone. We're going to play Film 94, but by someone else. Do you know what's a shame, though? Oh. The selling point on the sticker, you know the little stickers they put on? Oh, no. Featuring hit singles. It says... Mm. Featuring from the uh, Muller TV ad. It's got the picture. It's got, it's got the brand name of the yoghurt on. You're, Nina Simone is being sold by yoghurt, guys. <laughs> but, but that Muller... Let's get Mullered. They should have that, shouldn't they? They should have that. You can have that Muller if you want. Um, Germans, yeah. you see, they don't know that reference. What is Mullered? No, that's not German. <laughs> you said it. How do you do a German accent? Yeah. Ja. What was, is this Muller? What is this Muller? What is this Muller? I don't think we should be uh, associated with this. Accents, you're right, probably not. What song do you want? Um... Does she do one with Leo Sayer? No. All right, we'll, we'll do it by this, okay. with who she's doing it with. Man Alone. Oh. Gib. Oh. Diamond. Oh. Adams, Brian. Ray Charles. Oh. Frank Sinatra, you may have heard of him. Celine Dion. Now that nah. is great, but that is schmaltz. Do you know? Do you know what? Here's the thing. Donna Summer. Hello. Gib again. Matt, she likes Gib. Sorry, is this on? Mathis. Hello. I have got. I've grown to love Celine Dion. Celine Dion's brilliant. She's brilliant, isn't she? I tell you why. <clears throat> there was a thing on Five Live the other day. Yeah, that's still going. And it was this fella who was in Las Vegas. He was in an airport. His plane. He had to wait six hours for his plane. So he made a little film of himself. Um, miming to All By Myself and put it on YouTube and Celine Dion saw it and she filmed a little film back saying hey that was hello that was fantastic why don't you come and see my show and uh, she, she paid or did she sorry or was it that viral marketing thing that was all a ploy what what maybe you... he was an actor anyway she flew all his family out to go and see her show and put, her, put him up in a hotel you're so cynical. What song are we going to play, for God's sakes? I'm so sorry about this, Alice. That's fine. It looks like, um, you know, we talked about awards and criticism. Mm. It's going to be the latter. Oh. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, well, we could play Guilty, but everyone plays that. We'll play this then. Oh. I once performed this at college as part of my degree. Were you Barbara? You don't bring me flowers. You don't sing me love songs You hardly talk to me anymore When I come through the door at the end of the day I remember when You couldn't wait to love me You used to hate to leave me Well, it's good for you, babe. Your feet. 
been all right Well, you just roll over And turn out the light And you don't bring me flowers anymore It used to be so natural Talk about forever What used to be don't count anymore They just lay on the floor Till we sweep them away Baby, I remember All the things you taught me I learned how to laugh And I learned how to cry This is a classic. I was brought up... I, I, I grew up with Neil Diamond. Did you? I call him Uncle Neil. <laughs> I said grew up with him. I've never met the man. We used to play his records a lot oh, in my house. We didn't. And I used to go um, uh, and see him in concert with my mum. I used to see my mum see him in concert. So I used to. I'd do it again if he came over. I'm not fussed. Neil, if you're listening. Um, morning. Morning, Neil. Morning, Neil Diamond. <laughs> yeah, I love Neil. I do like... Have you seen The Jazz Singer? No. Oh, man. What a movie. What's it's, it about... He goes and sings jazz. All right. No, he doesn't. He's um, uh, a young Jewish boy. He's not. He's in his late 30s. Right, but we have to pretend he's... We haven't noticed. He's a young Jewish boy. In his late 30s with his Jewish father, Laurence Olivier. Wow. And his Jewish father wants him to become a rabbi. Neil rebels against the Jewish system and wants to become... Rock singer. It's called the jazz singer because it's because of the the, the film with um, the man Al Jolson. Al Jolson. It's good though. It's got some great music. There's a brilliant bit as well where Paul Nicholas is in it as, an, as a punk songwriter, a punk singer. Vocal and indeed vocal. Paul Nicholas, if you're listening, spark up a fag for me. <laughs> he likes to smoke. Yeah, he came in and um, he's still got a little glint in his eye. My mum would still um, definitely have a melting moment. I miss Paul Nicholas. He his, was good, wasn't he? His voice is beautiful. Anyway, he plays a punk singer in this, right? And Neil what? Di- yeah, Neil Diamond writes a song for him called Love on the Rocks. Oh. And Neil Diamond goes in and plays it for him. He goes, Love on the Rocks. And he, pl- he does the whole song, and Paul Nicholas isn't listening. And he goes, Yeah, yeah, mate. All right, whatever. Pee off. <gasps> Two, three, four. Love on the Rocks. Ain't no surprise. And he does a oh, punk wow. version of it. It's but a really good film. Love on the Rocks has special memories for me. 
Oh, why? Did you have Love on the Rocks? No, we went That's to... That's uncomfortable. We went to Honstanta with my mates in a caravan. Oh. Um, and we went to the club on the... Um, I'd say estate. It's not estate. It was a campsite, they call them. They call them campsites, yeah. Yeah, they call them campsites. <laughs> they had a dancing troupe um, and a perf- of performers. Wow. Gosh. <laughs> Are you crying or laughing? I find it so hard to tell. <laughs> they, did the, they did the Lion King. What? The whole Lion King? No, like a medley of. Hakuna Matata. And they had forks. I don't know why they did this. They had like forks taped to their fingers. Well, like dinner forks. Like like a low low rent Wolverine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to show they're being animals, I guess. Yeah, because that's what animals do. And at the end, they did that bit where they hold the um, the baby up on a rock. They spend all know, the money. I don't know the story. On, not on costumes, but yeah. on this big papier mâché rock. Wow. <laughs> Which they again wheeled out at the end of the show for Get this guy worth. who sang oh, Love on the Rock. And he sat on a rock. Quite literally, Love on the Rock. Wow, that's brilliant. That is brilliant. <laughs> and his name was something like Darren Van Tree Horde or something. <laughs> I. Kath, but let's be honest there, but for the grace of God, that could, that could, could, they could have been. dry ice and everything. Wow. That could still be us one day when people realise, you know, when people hear this show and realise we have no discernible talent, we could be they'll singing be at Haven. Out, they'll be wheeling. It wasn't Haven, it was Searles. And they were called the Searles Girls. <laughs> the Searles Girls! <laughs> they also did a nice rendition of It's Raining Men with umbrellas. That's good. Mm. Coming out of their fingers. <laughs> no, they'd taken those off. Why would you take forks? Hey guys, I know we're being animals. I've got an idea. It's crazy, but let's just listen. Let's take forks to our fingers. Yeah, nice one. Steve? Is there a Steve in it? Yeah, Steve Van, whatever his name is. Steve was. Van Treehorn. <laughs> Imagine that. Well, good for them. Good for them. Morning. This anyway, is as, that was a good song. Thanks for playing it. This is as good as it's going to get, I'm afraid, Alice. So, no, it's good. This have, you, is... have you ever produced a show before? Um, no. We've been sold a right pop with oh, her. What? This is why it's got no direction, no content. Oh, this is going exactly as Where's I the planned. usual producer? It's oh. you. Yeah, I know, exactly. This is what happens, guys. So what have you got lined up for the show, Alice? Um, producer Alice? We've got some more of that. Yeah. That. Where's, where's Adam Glynn? It's good stuff. We do rehearse it. Can we get Adam Glynn or that Sophie girl? Yeah. Tomorrow. When Adam, Adam Glynn started tweeting me. Really? Yeah. I might block him. <laughs> <laughs> I won't. Oh, God. My chair fell back. I won't block. I like you. I'm, jo- I'm teasing. I'm teasing. I'm teasing. I might He's block not, Alice. He means it. I might block Alice. Yeah. So no content. Uh, well, no. I, I'd say this is content. Wow. Gosh. <laughs> uh, what? Well, do you know what? I've I've been away for so long. Um, I've, A week. <laughs> I've forgotten the phone number. Oh eight four five nine four double five five double five. You can call us basically. Put anyone on. Uh, 08459 You can call us about anything. This morning it's the Kath and Ian Bank Holiday Bunchan Bant Bant Holiday. The Bant's Holiday Bunchan Bonanza. And uh, it's going to be some real classic bands. I'll tell you what I saw at the weekend. I'll tell you what I saw first. I saw your so, so cake what? you made, Kath. Well, hang on a second, guys. Birthday. It was oh, amazing. Yeah. Guys? Guys? Yeah. I was going to tell you what I saw first, and then... I made a really good cake, though. I'm done now. That was it. I just wanted to say it's cool. Thanks. Well, cake It wasn't dry, either. I was worried it was going to be dry, because no. it was exposed sponge. No. Blimey. Delightful. Never expose your sponge. It... I've told you about that before. <laughs> it was a cake that looked like a sandcastle. OK. 
I saw the in-betweeners too. Oh, why? No, but it's fun, I guess. Do you know what? I've never seen the in-betweeners before. Really? And that's the one you chose to go for? Yeah, no, isn't that funny? <laughs> I thoroughly enjoyed Did it. You? It was filthy. It's, it's basically you. <laughs> I want to go see it today, actually. I, yeah, I'm not. It's funny. <laughs> it, do you know what? It's funny. It's really filthy. It's really childish. The it's 50, completely what 15-year-old boys are all about. The 15-year-old boy in me was thoroughly entertained. There's a yeah. bit where, I won't ruin it for you, but uh, one of them does a whoopsie down a water chute. Oh. <laughs> see? Alice is loving it. And it was as unfunny, but yet as hilarious as it sounds. Yeah, it he did a whoopsie down a water chute. Sounds great. And there's the, the one with the glasses and the teeth is trying to escape from the whoopsie as it catches. It. Oh, go faster! Go faster! <laughs> we started watching the series when it first came out, and, I, and the second one, I said to my husband, "These guys are idiots, aren't they?" And he went, "Yeah." And once I'd got that concept, I loved it. Yeah, it's brilliant. <laughs> I know the people that wrote it, and it's based, Ian and Damon, it's based on... They would tell me those stories that happened to them, like, ten years ago, that used to happen to them at school, and then they've just put it into a TV series and made millions of pounds out of it. Mm. Wish I could make millions of pounds out of... Well, write some stuff down. Not out of writing, that's how I work, just out of just sitting on my bum, watching telly. Anyway, this is as good as it gets. And I've put your name first... You kind of do do that on that other programme. What other programme? That bit on the psych. Big Brother. I don't make millions from, from it, though. Yeah, but that's from watching the telly. They've cancelled it next week. It's not on next what week. For? Channel 5. Have they really cancelled it? Are they just not using you? Well, they put this week... <laughs> they put this week's on at ten past twelve on a Sunday night yeah. morning. All right, guys. And then next week's isn't happening. All right, guys. Do I still get paid? Probably not. Oh, really? Is that the way it works? Probably. <laughs> paid, to, paid to play. No, hang on. What? Pay-per-view. Why is she laughing? I don't understand what she's finding funny. I'm, I'm here... Saying my career's in the doldrums again, and she's having a... Just because she's on the up, mm. she's gone from travel to producer in, in three months. <laughs> from a jack to a king. From a jack to, to a, a king. king. Hey, let's see what Wally Webb's doing. We should definitely play some music. We should play some music. Now, I have got... Do we play it now or do we play it later when people are listening? Play it later. All right. I've got Alice. What I think... All right, Abba. Do you see was, the Abba turn she did there? I was looking at something for yeah, later. <laughs> but then you just turned your head in a really weird owl way. You do look like a wise owl. Yeah, it was quite dramatic, wasn't it? You know, you know owls, in fact, all birds, are covered with like a magic dust. You feathers. Know, no, 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 the feathers are... I don't see the feathers. <laughs> magic dust that helps them fly. Yeah, you yeah, know I read this. that. No, 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 this is true. Like in Hook. Have you ever had a bird fly into a window? Yes, yes, last week, and it left an imprint of its face. Yeah, with the magic. Feathery imprint. The magic, it leaves an imprint on glass. Probably dirt, really. It's not their cover. Honestly, I swear to God, if we've got any bird experts listening. Or any birds. Um, Steady on, Catherine, it's 2014, we call them ladies. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, they They are covered in a magic dust. Honestly, this dust doesn't help them fly, but it protects them. One flew down our chimney once and was flying in our lounge. Did it leave an imprint anywhere? Well, it left dust and soot. Dust. But it came down a chimney, so... Well, not relevant to the story then, mate. Dirty. With the greatest... Exactly. But that's not... Okay, so the dust is not more powerful than soot. What? I don't even... I can't even begin to comprehend what that means. (laughs) If you're saying She's been working on this show too long. She's coming up with rubbish like that. Stop hanging out with Kelly. (laughs) (laughs) If you're saying that the dust... Do you remember Kelly? Kelly did a great one last week. Go on. T- let her finish her dust thought. Okay. If they've got dust on them, yeah. magic flying dust or yes. magic bird dust. Yes, mate. But they come down a chimney chute. Yes. Does that remove the dust? No, it puts um, soot on top until you see the soot first. So the dust 
becomes, you know... I'm going to put her out of her misery. Yeah. I mean, really. <laughs> Kelly was telling me about her uh, Now album of her youth and said that she had a thing by Nelson Mandela on it. <laughs> I said, is it a song about Nelson Mandela? I was reaching for yeah. some sort of sanity. Yeah. Then she went, no, no, it wasn't Nelson Mandela. Silly. Um, it was um, Nelson Pickett's. And I said, do you mean Wilson Pickett? She went, yeah. <laughs> and that was the end of that thought until she said, they were really good, weren't they? And like, they were really good. And it turns out she meant Wilson Phillips. <laughs> and then when she told me the song... <laughs> Wow. So that led to that kind of reaction from me for about half an hour. Yeah. And wow. then she said, I said, what was the song? Was it that hold on, someday somebody's going to make... She went, hold no, on no. for one more day. And she said it was Chains. I went, well, that wasn't Wilson Phillips. Who was that? Tina Arena. <laughs> it's been one week since you looked at me. Cocked your head to the side and said I'm angry. Five days since you laughed at me. You're saying, get back together, come back and see me. Three days since the living room. I realised it's all my fault but couldn't tell you yesterday. Forgiven me, but it'll still be two days till I say I'm sorry. Hold it now, I want to hoodwink. Does it make you stop? Think you'll think you're looking at Aquaman. I summon fish to the dish, although I like the shallow Swiss, I like the sushi because it's never touch a frying pan. Hot like wasabi when I bust rhymes, big like Leanne rhymes because I'm all about value. Bert Campers got the mad hits. You try to match wits, you try to hold me but a bust through. Can I make a break and take a pick? I like a stink and they can shake out like vanilla. It's the finest of the flavors. Gotta see the showcase and you'll know the vertigo is gonna grow because it's so dangerous. You'll have to sign a waiver. Can I help it if I I think you're funny when you're mad Trying hard not to smile though I feel bad I'm the kind of guy who laughs at a funeral Can't understand what I mean, well you soon will I have a tendency to wear my mind on my sleeve I have a history of taking off my shirt It's been one week since you looked at me Threw your arms in the air and said you're crazy Five days since you tackled me I still got the red burns on both my knees It's been three days since the afternoon You realize it's not my fault Not only too soon yesterday You've forgiven me And now I'll sit back and wait till you say you're sorry The Chinese chicken You have a drumstick And your brain stops sticking Watching X-Files With no lights on With all our maze on I hope the smoky man's in this one Like Harrison Ford I'm getting frantic Like Sting and Pentrick Like Snickers guaranteed to satisfy Like Kurosawa I make mad films Okay I don't make films But if I did They'd have a samurai Gonna get a set of better clubs Gonna find the kind with tiny nubs Just so my arms Aren't always flying off the backswing Gonna get into my sailor moon Cause the cartoon has got the boom Anime babes To make me think the wrong thing How can I help it If I think you're funny When you're mad Trying hard not to smile But I feel bad I'm the kind of guy who laughs at a funeral Can't understand what I mean, you soon will I have a tendency to wear my mind on my sleeve I have a history of losing my shirt It's been one week since you looked at me Dropped your arms to the sides and said I'm sorry Five days since I laughed at you And said you just did just what I thought you were gonna do Three days since the living room We realize we're both to blame But what could we do yesterday? You just smile at me Cause it'll still be two days till we said we're sorry It'll still be two days till we say we're sorry It'll still be two days till we say we're sorry But you must be in home of the Robbie I like the bare naked ladies. I like that bit where it says chickadee china, the, the Chinese, Chinese chicken. chicken. You have a drumstick and your brain stops again. Watching X Files with no lights on, we're down the maze on. I hope the smoke man's in this one. Like Harrison Ford, I'm getting frantic. Let's think I'm tantric. Let's think it's guaranteed to satisfy. Like a sour, like my eye films. Like I'm gonna make, uh, yeah, no, I don't like that. No. 
Ah! Um, oh. So, Catherine. Yes. It's the, I've, I've given you first billing, the Catherine and Ian bank holiday bunch on dance. Oh, I thought it was the Catherine Boyle show with, <laughs> with, with Ian Lee. If you, were, if you were sat in this chair driving this beast... Oh, I can't be bothered. Come on, drive. It's good experience for you. They're paying you more. You should do more. That is true, actually. They're paying me a lot more. Yeah. So, this is the way the show works, guys. Is oh, I've made coffee. Can you pass it? Because I'm, I can smell it, but I can't taste it. Don't tell anyone that I brought a kettle into the studio. There'll be terrible trouble. Nah, there's no one listening. It's, bank it's like in hospitals. You're not allowed to take your own TV or microwave in. Flowers. You're not allowed to take flowers. Not allowed to wear watches or long sleeves or ties no, or that's clothes. Casinos. That's casinos. Is it? Yeah. So this is the show, basically. It's uh, Catherine, myself and Alice. Yep. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> uh, we'll go through the papers. There is literally no content. I mean, there may have been a nuclear bomb may have gone off in Milton Keynes. Hope it hasn't. Fingers crossed. Tempting fate there, haven't I? Probably will later. Or there might have been, you know, like a massacre in Bedford, or Luton might have sunk into a sinkhole. <laughs> would you be able to tell? Yeah, of course you would have been in a sinkhole. Don't be um, facetious. But we have no reporters here today, so we can't cover any of the stories. No, I could go there. I'll have a look. Oh, Shifty. Someone will, someone will text in. We'll, watch, right. we'll get it on teletext, innit? Get, get Twitter up. That's where you find out what the news is. Oh, yeah. What? what? Okay. Genuinely thought you were going to be driving the desk. Anyway, if you want to give us a call... I was going to do it, but... Uh... Oh, three, four... No, oh, wait, that's the other place. Oh, eight, four, five, nine. Oh. Four, double, five... That's you mentioned the other place. That's when I do a real radio show. Oh, eight, four, five, nine, four, double, five, five, double, five. Literally anybody can come on, even you, Jeffrey. although I will cut you off immediately. Jeffrey's been in all week. Has he? Yeah. Just, oh. Justin loves him. They're mates now. Oh, flipping egg. Mm. We'll have none of that nonsense. Yeah. You made some points, actually. No. Oh. We said some things. Oh, dear. Um, and, uh... I found something out about him as well. He was born in Hemel. Jeffrey. So what? he's kind of local. Was he really? Mm. Who are you looking at? I'm looking at someone called Lane, the Lane Twins, Gary Lane. and Larry. With the Golden Girls, Betty White. Who are the Lane Twins? I don't know. Um, anyway, they've tweeted me. Ian, it's Bullshine. Oh, careful. I've, uh, yeah, you host a programme about Big Brother and you talk shine about Leslie Jordan. If you've seen Big Brother, he's the uh, American Ronnie Corbett, the tiny Reg Holdsworth. Tell it, <laughs> trying to sway the audience. Boo you. I'm going to reply back. Thanks for the nice comments. Kiss. Put a kiss. Kiss. Hashtag. Classic bands. There we go. That they won't know up. what that means. I think they're Americans. Yeah. Morning, Steve. 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 Steve, what are you doing, Steve? Oh. That was my cup. Steve. Steve. I can hear him shuffling away there. What's he doing? He sounds like a hedgehog, doesn't he, when they snuff? Hedgehogs are really noisy. They are noisy. They kind of grunt. Tasty though. Do you remember those crisps? Were they really hedgehog flavour crisps? Don't think so. No. They were Bovril or something. Steve! Are you Steve. are you in trouble, Steve? Cough once for yes, twice for no. I've always wanted to be doing? in one of those situations where um, <laughs> there, there's a man has got me prisoner. A group of men have got me and my family prisoner. They've got me prisoner. I've family- always wanted to be in this situation. <laughs> oh. Hello? Hello? Oh, what are you doing, Steve? Feeding up. Some of us have got to get up in the morning. Well, we're up in the morning. 
<laughs> a new name for your show. What, the, the, the Steve Muffle Sound Sound Show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it could be. Um, a new name for your show, Kia. What about that? It's a cheap rate show. Hello? Anyway, so I've always wanted it's to be very in hurtful, that wasn't it? That was that was that was rude. I've always wanted to be in the situation where I'm uh, a gang of men have got me prisoner. I can arrange that. And um, they've got a gun to my head. Oh. And I have to make a phone call, or I have to open the front door. We should do a code word now, so you can tell me. Yeah. And they say, right, you're gonna open the front door. I was trying to be Argentinian. In my fancy, anyway, you're gonna open. Right, you're gonna take. Right, the phone, the phone rings. I've got to get the phone. The door, no- the door knocks. It's an easy one to explain. There's a gang of Argentinian men. They've got me prisoner in my own house. The, the, they've got guns. The door goes. We have to open the door. Who's at the door? Well, it doesn't matter. Uh, it, let's just say it's the postman. That, I know who it is. It's that neighbour that doesn't like taking your parcels in. She would never come over. It's, a, it's the postman. And he's got a parcel. It's, it's Amazon. Um, right. And the the Argent the head, they don't even knock anymore. Oh, they just leave it in the hedge. The head no, Argentinian, it's please. It's not true. The head Argentinian says to me, "Open the door, but if you say anything out of line, why Argentinian? Surely Colombian. Don't matter. If you say anything out of line, we will kill you. We'll kill your family. Now, they've made me think they've got my family. They haven't, but I don't find that until later. Right." So I'm there, and I have to open the door, and he stood behind the door with a gun. If he shoots me when the door's open, the Amazon man's going to know something's going on. Yeah. And I have to open the door. Uh, parcel? That's the guy. Yes. I'll be winking. Wink, real, real big winks. And he goes, uh, surname? Lee. Wink, 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 wink. Okay, could you sign here? I would... It would be my greatest pleasure to sign there, my lady. <laughs> then he should pick up that there's something wrong. And, he, and he, I'm hoping at this he point... Wouldn't, he wouldn't. It would be just an average day. <laughs> and I would hope, be hoping he would pick up and I'd be winking and calling him my lady. Because the Argentinian do not know it's a fella. They just know the door's gone. But doesn't he hear the voice saying parcel for you, Mr Lee? What, you... Oh, I've not thought this through properly, <laughs> have I? <laughs> anyway, that's my, that's, my, that's my fantasy. What's yours? Oh, eight four five nine <laughs> four double five five double five. What's 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 your fantasy? I look, look forward to uh, hearing it. Travel news. Let's find out what Charlotte's cards, fantasy is. Hang on, BBC Three Counties Charlotte. Radio. Charlotte. 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 Hello. Charlotte, you're there. What's your fantasy? Um, I don't really have one. Why is that? You don't have any fantasy. Uh, well, what do you mean? Mine is to be held prisoner by Argentinian men in my house and then to get a delivery from Amazon. <laughs> I know, that wouldn't be my idea of a fantasy, though. No? No, it's a bit more... That's too stressful for a fantasy. They're meant to be fun, aren't they? Oh, I've not th- thought this through. Let's have the travel, Charlotte. Thank you. <laughs> well, in Mid- Milton Keynes Standing Way still has ongoing roadworks around the Kingston Roundabout, so there might be a chance of delays later, but looking at the speed sensors, no problems at the moment. Cambridge Road in Letchworth has ongoing roadworks around Woolsworth Road, and Stewart Street in Luton has one lane closed. That's for ongoing water mainwork around King Street. Charlotte Freeman, BBC Three Counties Radio. 
The next travel bulletin is in 30 minutes. BBC Three Counties Radio. I think... I, listen, it's a bank holiday. I don't know how this show works. I think, Hello. There we go. That's what I was <laughs> thinking, right? I'll shut up. Away you go. No music. It's 6.30 with the headlines. I'm Nicola Hazler. The actor and Oscar-winning film director Lord Attenborough has died. A few days before his 91st birthday, Richard Attenborough's first screen role was in 1942. He turned to directing and achieved international success with Gandhi, Cry Freedom, A Chorus Line and Shadowlands. Doctors at a hospital in North London have begun treating a British nurse who's caught the Ebola virus in Sierra Leone. He's been named as 29-year-old William Pooley by an American scientist who worked with him. Mr Pooley volunteered to go to West Africa to care for victims of Ebola. He was flown to Britain yesterday by the RAF. Police are renewing their appeal for witnesses to an assault on a doorman in Hartford. James Dara from Edmonton was struck in the face in the entrance to a bar on Bull Plain shortly after midnight on Saturday morning. And 7,000 police officers will be on duty for the second day of the Notting Hill Carnival in London, Europe's biggest street party. By tonight, it's estimated that a million people will have visited the event. And the weather, cloudy and cool, with heavy rain developing, a maximum temperature of 17 degrees Celsius. Your next bulletin is at seven. Hang on. Hang on. Really is a very, very poor show today! Across beds, hearts and bucks. This is Ian Lee. BBC Three Counties Radio. Sorry? And Catherine Boyle. Oh, they didn't even bother to do a jingle for you. I agree. That, uh, that's how low you've We were sunk. just talking about Oxford commas. What is... Uh, who gives a flip about an Oxford comma to quote the Vampire Weekend? I think the Oxford comma is one that goes... You know, if you're listing things... Yeah. At school, they always said, never put a... a one comma little tip, in. just speak into the microphone. It I'm amplifies just, your voice. I'm just reaching for this. Um... <laughs> They... Leave that alone, please. <laughs> ah, they right, always Alice. used to say, you don't put a comma before an and, but an Oxford comma does go before an and. My mum asked me this, like, uh, yesterday. About the Oxford, about Oxford comma? Oxford I've never heard of it until, yeah. till, until yesterday when I heard this song by The Vampire Weekend. Americans don't use them, or Americans call it the Oxford comma and we just use them. I'd love to play the song, remember. but it's got swears in. I think, yeah. Who gives, it, it who gives a flip about the Oxford comma? So what is it, Alice? Do you know? It's when you have and and a comma, isn't it? Yeah. And... That and comma. <laughs> that's all right, mate. Well, that's it. <laughs> it introduces your sub clause. <clears throat> it was my mum asked. Sub, sub, um, Six thirty-four. We're talking about sub clauses already. Wow, guys. <laughs> Someone she knows, kid, had their GCSE Ooh. results, and I guess they did well because their thing was they were saying, "I'm going to have to start using the Oxford comma." Because my son's got so many GCSEs, I think. You, you started this wow. conversation, Catherine. You get us out of it. It's good stuff. Thanks very much, Alice. <clears throat> so I'm, I have been nominated by many, many people oh, to yeah. do the ice bucket challenge. This is where we're going to start to sound a bit. Uh, yeah. Does is this mean? Because I've been nominated by um, the chap whose name escapes me, Steve. Uh, Steve from uh, Milton Keynes um, Fun Spot. Destination MK. That's it. If they want to change the name to Milton Keynes Fun Spot, they can have that for free. <laughs> he's a really nice bloke, and he's been really helpful to the show. Steve, I hate to say I ain't going to do it. I'm not going to do it, because I don't like these, these stunts. I know there's Carol Vorderman's doing uh, did it. Did you see what she did? Did it in a white, white see-through dress. dress. Oh, you silly. With um, yeah, big, bla- big black knickers. She's beautiful. I love Carol. Although, when you meet her, she's a bit... Anyway. Um, my, I'm... Da- my dad knows her ex. It's a sports journal, isn't he? I've got no idea. Yeah, know. nice fella, apparently. No, she's a nice lady. Yeah, so it's a shame it didn't work out. Um, very hyper when you meet her. Um, Clever, that's why. I'm like Barack Obama. 
in that you're opting out of the um, bucket? No, in that I'm the first black president of the United States of America. <laughs> no, I'm opting out of the bucket. And good for him for making the sound. I tell you what, I don't like these things. I don't like... It's great that it's raising awareness for, for what? Motor neurone disease, it turns out. OK, I didn't realise. ALS. I don't know what the ALS thing... I think that's the charity. I thought they'd split up. Mm. Um, isn't there some controversy that um, Millen have, have kind of well, piggybacked on I the back of it? ALS is an American thing. Right. The they fact were, no, that I'm were, not they sure... Were British. <laughs> the fact that I'm not sure would suggest that perhaps we're not as ALS aware as we should be, um, but we all know about the wet T-shirt competition that is the uh, Bucket Challenge. I am not doing the Ice Bucket Challenge. I believe um, uh, Roberto Peroni uh, did it. Congratulations, well done. It's a great video if you want to go and see it, but I ain't doing it. Just make a donation. Uh, uh, well... If you want. If you want. Again, I, you know, I prefer to write checks for things, and but I, I probably won't for this, actually. Does that make me mean? Yeah. I'm not going to do the ice bucket challenge. I think it's silly. Might as well just go, you know, it's the, the, the 21st century equivalent of sitting in a bath full of baked beans. I, I feel like it's become more about celebrities showing off. So thanks for your nominations. But I nominate you to do it, Catherine. Yeah. And you can't say no, because that would be really bad. Did you see the new Doctor Who at the weekend? No. Did, Did you? you? Jinx. Jinx again? No, you can't speak. I've jinxed you. That's what jinx is. You can't speak until I say your name, Catherine Boyle. Ah, fool. Uh, I didn't see it. I forgot it was on. I'm going to watch it. I'll watch it today, actually. Okay. On good, the computer. Good story. Yeah. Well, no, no. Because I'm, I'm keen to know what you thought of it, dear listener. I'm, what I'm doing, Catherine, is I'm going through the papers. You're sitting there slurping coffee. It's delicious. Oh, look, there's Carol. Should we play? Give me that CD. I'll play a song. Don't play the sweary ones. I won't play the sweary ones, and I won't play... I have found, Alice, what I think is, it's either the best song in the world... Oh, are we going now? No, no. Or it's the worst song in the world. Right, Okay. And I played it 15 times in a row. Just to check. Just to check, Just to check in my car. I have, um... How do you feel now? Oh, no, don't tell me this isn't going to work. This might not work. I played it... Oh, what does servo on mean? Don't know. There we go, there we go. I played it three times on the way to work. Okay. Now listen to that, it's the CD player. Trying to read a... Are you playing it now? No. You just get. I might not play it at all, I don't think the CD player's going to work. Try a normal CD. Well, no, I I think it's because it's not a normal CD. Oh, bum. How are we going to do that? My whole... The whole show was based around me playing this compact disc. What are we going to play? Well... I'll play one of mine. But I want to play the... Oh. How do... How does that... How can we not play Tesco CDRs at BBC Three Counties Radio, guys? Let's try this one. It's a bit awkward, isn't it? Here we go, here we go. It works on this one. I don't know that one. So th- this is the start of it, right? Sugar Mongolicious! <laughs> Gosh, that's... We're going to play that. Now, it's either the best song in the world mm. or it's the... Where, 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 are you, where are you sitting on the fence in this, Catherine? Because as soon as I heard it, I told you you've got to listen to it. Yeah, I did listen to it. And I listened to a number of her other hits. Yeah. It's it's basically my life at home. I mean, it's little girls making up stupid songs. Sugar Mongolicious. That's how it starts, Alice. I love it. Yeah, I know. And you're right. When you get kids, because my boys make up songs all the time. And you're right. They song. They did. They, well, it's, their songs sound like this. Sugar Mongolicious. And then it goes off. We'll play it later. Uh, I'm I was so about... excited. I don't want to wait. No, I know. It's, I, I think we, you will. We'll play, it, we'll play about half seven when people are listening. My daughter's woke me up with an original hit the other day. Um, <laughs> and it went... 
Wake up, mummy. <laughs> Wake up, mummy. Marry me and kiss my personality. <laughs> that's brilliant. This is what I've decided I'm going to do. After, after hearing this... Oh, no, that's the wrong one. Kiss my personality. <laughs> I don't think you're allowed to say that anymore, are you? <laughs> after hearing this... I'm going to record my boys making up songs and then put um, an electro beat to it. Yeah, because she's made loads of money. I don't know who she is. <laughs> I don't know who she is. <laughs> this song is like seven years old as well, I don't know. Anyway, I don't know. Uh, but we'll play something else. Oh, should we play... <clears throat> we talked about Nina Simone. Yeah. Should we play um, a, a version of Film 94, but by someone else? Yeah, why not? Yeah? Do it. This is Doris. Yeah? This is like your singers at your Haven holiday camp. <laughs> and now, ladies and gentlemen, the sales girls. It's Doris! <laughs> I wish I know how it feels to be free. I wish I could play all the chains holding me. I wish I could say all the things that I should say I say I'm loud, say I'm clear For the whole round world to hear I wish I could share All the love that's in my heart Remove all the thoughts That keep us apart And I wish you could know What it means to be funny when you realise... When did you first learn that um, theme tune to Film 94 had lyrics? Um, when I heard Nina Simone singing it, I thought, oh, that's clever, she likes Film 94. <laughs> <laughs> and um, the, uh, it was funny when you get the theme tunes to TV programmes on record, and there's always that extra bit that... Because it's a theme tune, it's got to be 45 seconds long. They, they take it to the bridge, don't they? They take it to the bridge. The 18 theme has got a bridge. Oh. Yeah. I want to hear that now. Well, the A-Team theme is a good... Mike Post and Pete Carpenter, they wrote some uh, cracking theme tunes, didn't they? Here's something. The film 94 got me onto thinking about um, old men on television, old men not on television, old men I'd like to see on television. Where the hell is Michael Aspel these days? Oh. He's in his 80s, and he was on this morning about six months ago doing that thing that they do where they moan that they're not on telly. Oh, it's a shame. It is a shame. But I agree. I, Michael Aspel should be on television. Yeah. Give him the one show. Um, yeah, or see BBC. 
What? Well, we've recently transferred to it from CBBS to CBBC oh, in my I house. I don't like that. Loop. And yeah, we've toyed with it. Yeah, it's horrible. I'm uncomfortable with it. It's not like the broom cupboard and Ned the Duck anymore. You need. You, you, it's too big a, la- a, a, a leap. Too big a leap. It's like going from GCSEs to a degree. But I love horrible history. So what am I going to do? I mean, the kids love horrible history. So what we're we going to do? Right. I love horrible histories. Oh, I'm not saying. I've got a tiny thing about the skinny one. Who's the skinny one? Um, Matthew something. Horrible histories. I um I know one of the people in horrible oh, histories. No. Well, no, oh, well, no, it's, it's not a it's not a massive thing. It's just a little tiny thing. Hor- horrible. It's his- a bit like my Andy Day thing. What? Uh, thing that. Okay. Oh yeah, of course. Horrible histories. Let's, uh, let's have a little... By the way, 08459 555 if you want to take part uh, in this... I'm not even going to use the word show. Hang on. Yeah. I can't get the picture up. Which, which one of those? Uh, I'll show you. Hang on. Uh, yeah, that one. Which one? The one in the cape. Oh, I don't know him. Oh, I do look... Has he got curly hair? Don't know. He's always wearing a wig. It's not really the root of my thing. The hair. Hang on a minute. Which one there? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the one in the wig. That's a different, that's a different man. Oh, you... I like him all then. <laughs> you, just, you just love history done horribly. That's what you like. <laughs> you right, Alice? Yeah. I'm looking at it too. How's the producing going? It's going really well. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was, I was looking at that too. So, they they did a really good version of well, not really a version. But they they do um, historical facts in a pop style okay. and they did a Dick Turpin one, um, and it was um, in a adamant style, and it is flipping brilliant. Sunday nights. Dick Turpin and Swift Nick and a cheese sandwich. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's it what was I'm... T- Richard Thingy, wasn't Richard it? Richard O'Sullivan. It was brilliant, Dick Turpin. I had Turpin. a tiny thing about him as well. Oh, uh, I did as well. Yeah. He's not very well, bless him. Uh, we, they should, why don't they show Dick Turpin again? Glamorising crime, innit? <laughs> yeah, but glamorising old crime, we're allowed to do that, as we'll be discussing on tomorrow's show when um, uh, someone wants to have a, a, a bank, big train robbery-themed restaurant. Yeah. Throwing ahead there. That'll be, get people listening. Definitely. Are you going to drop it? No, I like it. Oh, okay. Do you want me to drop it? No, I no, like no, that one. No, no. I think it's an interesting debate that we can have. Have you looked through any of the papers yet? Yeah. 08459 by the way, is the phone number. Alice, how are those phone calls looking? Bit all quiet at the minute. OK, but... well, you need to produce some. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah? I could, I could ring us, but then let's, I pick it, it, it up. Let's see how we're and... doing at 8 o'clock. Yeah. Maybe I'll speak to you then. <laughs> New Doctor Who is a monster hit, says I did, page three I, we did of Doctor the Daily Who. Express. We did Doctor Who, mate. Okay, and then we also did yeah, Carol Vorderman in a white frock. Yeah. Okay, page. You're looking at the same paper I've got, so I'll get a different paper. Right. Sh- summer to end with shivers and a deluge. Yes, it's called autumn. <laughs> hey, wasn't it cold this morning? Why, I had, though? I had the shivers. I had a shower in the morning. I don't normally have a shower in the morning. I'm going to stop again now. Because I had the shower and I was walking around... Naked. Oh. Naked. House to yourself, isn't it? House to myself, family away. So I was, walk, I was walking around naked. You could have put some music on. Um, I, I could have done. I didn't think of that. I'll do that tomorrow. Put and that song on when you do it. I will do. Is she cheeky me or not? I can't yeah, tell. Yeah, a bit. Oh, mm. and, and then I got the shivers. It's felt like autumn for three days now. Yeah. Oh, no, yesterday was good. We had a barbecue. Oh, you finally got to use your barbecue? Yeah, when are you inviting we, us around for a barbecue? We, well, we fired up Big Red. We can do it. We can do it whenever you want. It's dead easy. It's not a proper bike. I'll come around today, yeah? Yeah, okay. All right, fine. I'll get some meat. 
Brilliant. That's, that's generally the form, isn't it? Oh, well, it is now. I can eat meat, yeah. Yeah. Um, Quo's Rick Parfit rocking on three weeks after heart surgery. Well done, Rick. There are actually some good stories in there, so I don't know why you've... Uh, there is a good story in the Express. Hang on. I did find a good one. Implant to replace glasses. No. No? Reading glasses maybe. Give us another bank holiday. Past. No. They're t- I don't like bank holidays, because you get rubbish like this on the road. Why does everyone think, because it's a bank holiday, I know what, let's cut corners, let's have no budget, let's not do it, like we're doing today. I hate bank holidays, they're pointless. Come on, Britain is struggling, OK? We should ab- abolish, abort, abolish. Abolish. We should abolish all bank holidays. No, I'd like to have some more. No, we don't need them. They reduce productivity and they show rubbish. I don't want to see bed knobs and broomsticks. Why? I've never seen it. It's really, it's quite good. It's not, no. It's not the best. I was going to say it's really good. It's not, it's quite no, good. No, I don't want to see it. Um, in Spain, what they do is they'll have a bank holiday on a Thursday. Right? Oh, this yeah. is the genius. Yeah. This is possibly why they're in some financial problems. But then they won't rock up to work till Monday. They take what's called as a puente or a bridge. A so puente. But that's the Continentals. Friday they are, uh, without being racist, the Continentals are so lazy. <laughs> hey, you know my fear? Yeah, but they're in work at like seven in the morning, Spaniards. No yeah, one knows the, this. But then they're out of work at like nine in the morning. No. Here's, they go in for their lunch. And you, then they go you, know one of my, you, you now know my fantasy is to be held hostage by some Argentinians who pretend they've got my family um, hostage. They haven't, actually. Turns out they're safe. Right. So that's a relief. Uh, and then someone delivers me a parcel from Amazon. My nightmare scenario, I've told you this before, your um, nostrils flare. I'm breathing. Look, could you stop? My nightmare scenario is... I used to be able to do that. Tell, tell the listener what you're doing. This is the BB, This is the BBC. Very Rethian of you to try and suck in your nostrils. Completely sealed. Talent. Is to have a spider in my mouth oh. while I'm asleep. Why? It's probably happened. Well, this, this, this is even worse now. A father had to go, undergo a painful surgical procedure oh, after a moth got trapped in his ear. It had been buzzing around inside his ear canal for three days. Wow. Why would it go in there? Rob, well, I'll tell you why. Rob Fielding, 43, was reading in bed when the creature landed on his glasses, then flew into his ear. Instinctively, now this is what he did. He tried to poke it away. So he put his finger in, just, he just pushed it down. Oh, no. He said, It were awful knowing the moth was flying around inside my head. Where's he from? Um, oh, he's from Aylesbury. So I got, I got it right. <laughs> it were awful knowing the moth was flying around inside my head. Why well, felt it move, it made me jump out of my skin. After three restless days at home in Aylesbury Bucks with his children, Meg 4, Betsy 6 and Fred 8... I his, like those names. His wife, Joanne, we don't know her age, sent him to Stoke Mandeville, local and vocal. Phone him up. Marketing manager Rob said, Nurses couldn't believe it, could they? One of them used a light to look in my ear, and all they could see was a leg wiggling. One of them used a light to look into my ear, and all they could see... Was a leg wiggling. He was referred to an ear, nose and throat doctor, then on for surgery. He believed, believed the procedure would take ten minutes. It involved... It ended up taking ninety. It involved delving nearly an inch inside his ear. <laughs> It was incredibly painful, lad. Huh? It was next to my eardrum. After shoving a funnel in my ear, they managed to widen the passage and get the moth out with a tiny pair of forceps. That poor moth. The dead creature has been kept in a jam jar on the bookshelf. Poor moth? The poor fella! He had a moth inside his ear for three days! Can you imagine dying from being trapped in someone's ear canal? But it didn't die, though. It lived. Forever. Not forever. I mean... 
Hey, the big tour's in Ellsbury this week. Let's find this fella. Yeah, okay. Rob Fielding. Can you believe that, John? Isn't that horrible? John? Hello? Hello, John. Ian? He had a moth in his ear for three days. Good heavens. All they could uh, see was a leg wiggling. Uh, what, what, what can I say? Well, obviously nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly. What have you got yeah. for us? Now, I need your help. You've played this CD um, on your programme before, and unfortunately, I wasn't in a position where I could write down the name of it. Was it th- now? Was it this one, John? Sugar Muggalicious. Was it that one? Uh, no, no. I- I'm going to tell you what it is. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. Okay. So you definitely wasn't. Sugar Muggalicious. No. Okay. Right. Okay. Right. Fine. Okay. Yeah. Good. What it is, um, it's, uh, it's the funniest CD I've ever, ever heard. I don't know the name of it, and I'm trying to trace it. I know exactly the one you mean. You mean this. Sugar Muggalicious. No, no, no. no. Okay. What it is, it, the, the presenter is it, um, introducing, supposedly introducing famous people. Ah. Yeah, what about like, it? For example, and uh, now we have uh, Huddle Wilson on trombone. Uh, oh, you, uh, so you, 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 hear, you hear the trombone, and then it switches to another famous person, and so and it's the funniest. See, you played it. I don't know what you. I don't know the song you mean. Yes, you do. Uh, you, I, I know exactly the song you mean, and it freaks Kelly Betts out. She can't. She can't. Um, she doesn't understand it. No. Uh, it's uh, it's the Bonzo Dog Doodah band, and it's called the Intro and the Outro. Uh, I don't, th- I don't think so. No, <laughs> no, it is. No, uh, huh? yeah. What do you, what uh, do you think it's called then, John? I can't remember. <laughs> you played it, and it, uh, as I say, you, you know, it's for example, uh, and now we have, and then it switches. Yeah. So. Uh, is now it? we have the, Arch- the Archbishop of Canterbury yeah. on banjo. I'm teasing you, it's this. Sugar Muggalicious! <laughs> no, it's the Bonzo Dog Doodah band, the intro and the outro. Uh, you sure about this? I'm, I'm 100% sure, I can see it in front of me now. Why do you not believe me? <laughs> Why are you doubting my word on this? Well, no, because, I mean, I, uh, yeah, I, I know the Bonzo Dog Doodah do band. I promise you, it's Vivian Stanshaw and the Bonzos. Right, so it's it's definitely you wouldn't let me down on this, would you? John, is is this the song you're talking about? Go on. Hi there, nice to be with you. Happy you could stick around. Is this it? Like oh, it sounds like it. Yeah, John, keep, keep listening, and we'll talk at the end. Hang on. Paul and Vern Dudley Bohey Noel bass guitar and Neil Innes piano. Come in, Rodney Slater on the saxophone. With Roger Ruskin Spear on tenor sax. Hi, Vivian Stanchel, trumpet. Big hello to Big John Wayne, xylophone. And Robert Morley, guitar. Billy Butlin, spoons. And looking very relaxed, Adolf Hitler on vibes. Nice. Princess Anne on sousaphone. 
Introducing Liberace clarinet. With Ghana Ted Armstrong on vocals. Lord Snooty and his pals tap dancing. In the groove with Harold Wilson violin. Franklin McCormack on harmonica. Over there, Eric Clapton, ukulele. Hi, Eric. On my left, Sir Kenneth Park, bass sax. Great honor, sir. Especially flown in for us, a Sessions Gorilla on Vox Humana. Nice to see Incredible Shrinking Man on Euphonium. Drop out with Peter Scott on Duck Call. Hearing from you later, Casanova on Horn. Yeah, digging General De Gaulle on accordion. Really wild, General. Thank you, sir. Roy Rogers on Trigger. Tune in Wild Man of Borneo on Bongos. Count Basie Orchestra on Triangle. Thank you. Great to hear the Rawlinsons on trombone. Back from his recent operation, Dan Drop, hot. And representing the flower people, Crossimodo on bells. Wonderful to hear Brainiac on banjo. We welcome Baldunican as himself. Very appealing, Max Jaffa. Mmm, that's nice, Max. What a team, Zebra Kid and Horace Bachelor on percussion. And a great favorite and a wonderful performer, all of us here, Jay Arthur Rank on Gong. <laughs> uh, it's going to be a bonzo day in my house. Well, John, was that the song? Absolutely right, in spot on. I. Uh, you played it before. I, yeah, I, know. I, 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 I was not in the position to uh, to write the title down. So, uh, what's it actually called? Eh? I haven't got a clue, John. Oh, <laughs> it's the Bonzos, and it's the intro and the outro. Oh, that's what. Oh. Right. Uh, that's I, what it's called. I'm not yeah, lying to you. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Uh, yeah. Get a pen. Yeah, I'm doing it now. Bonzo don't do that, band. Yep. Yeah. The intro. The intro and the outro. outro. And that's it. And where do I get it? Oh, for goodness sakes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not our price. All good record shops. Yeah, I'm not HMV. Go, go. Get it. You, it will be on the Bonzo's Best Of, because it's one of their best of. Is I'm, it? Yeah, I love the Bonzo's. They do stuff like that all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, they just used to do, like, jokey stuff. Oh. They did the Urban Spaceman, but that's silly. Oh, it's, blimey, it's travel. Travel news for beds, cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. In Buckingham, the A421 still has ongoing works around London Road and Great Western Street in Ellsbury is still closed. That's for works between Walton Street and the A41 Farage Road. Stewart Street in Luton has one lane closed for water main work. That's around King Street. And the A505 Cambridge Road in Letchworth has ongoing works around Allsworth Road. No issues to report on the train so far this morning. Charlotte Freeman, BBC Three Counties Radio. Thank you very much. Now let's have some news. No. <laughs> With Nicola. No, you've got you've got ten seconds to talk I'm up. I'm working something. <laughs> Who knows about things that have happened? Oh, I'm so sorry, Nicola. And whether that's not happened yet. Is this my jingle? Yeah. Stay tuned. Here she comes. 
12 seconds. That was embarrassing. Local and vocal across beds, hearts and bucks. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. I'm Nicola Hazler. The headlines. The actor and director Lord Attenborough has died. Doctors in London are treating a British nurse with Ebola and police appeal for witnesses after an assault in Hartford. BBC Three Counties Radio. The Oscar-winning film director Lord Attenborough has died a few days before his 91st birthday. He trained as an actor and first appeared on film in 1942. Richard Attenborough made his reputation with Brighton Rock five years later. Many notable parts followed, including The Great Escape and Jurassic Park. As a director, he often chose big subjects such as Cry Freedom about apartheid in South Africa and Gandhi, which won eight Oscars. Now, if you direct a movie, in the end, every frame of it, every syllable, every glimpse is yours to determine. And that is very satisfying. And David Cameron has called Richard Attenborough one of the greats of cinema. The broadcaster Melvin Bragg knew him well and paid tribute to Attenborough's ability to tell the audience a story. What he was principally interested in was the subject. Nobody could call him a craftsman of, of the perfect shot, as it were, like David Lean, for instance. Uh, no one could call him the sort of man who sought out the character like other British film directors of his generation. In other news, doctors at a hospital in North London have begun treating a British nurse who caught the Ebola virus in Sierra Leone. He's been named as 29-year-old William Pooley by an American scientist who worked with him. Mr Pooley volunteered to go to West Africa to care for victims of Ebola. He was flown to Britain yesterday by the RAF. Police are renewing their appeal for witnesses to an assault on a doorman at the Stonehouse Bar in Hartford. James Darrow from Edmonton was struck in the face in the entrance to the bar on Bull Plain shortly after midnight on Saturday morning. Ewan Duncan reports. 54-year-old James Darrow fell to the ground after the blow and was taken to hospital but died a short time later. Detectives want to hear from anyone who saw what happened as well as two women who were in the courtyard area when one of them spilt a drink as they may have seen the victim asked someone to leave the premises. Police say they're white and in their early 20s and may have vital information. A 26-year-old man from Buntingford who was arrested in connection with the incident has been released on police bail. The Mayor of London, Boris Johnson, says Britons who travel to Syria and Iraq without informing the authorities should be presumed to be potential terrorists until proved innocent. He also echoes calls for them to be stripped of their British citizenship. Two new defibrillators will be available for public use in an emergency in Wendover in Buckinghamshire. The defibrillators, which are available 24 hours a day, can be found in a phone box next to the clock tower on the high street. 7,000 police officers will be on duty for the second day of the Notting Hill Carnival in London, Europe's biggest street party. Kensington and Chelsea Council has paid for 40 pensioners who live on the route of the carnival to be put up in Eastbourne for the weekend to escape the noise. And the weather, cloudy and cool with heavy rain developing, a maximum temperature of 17 degrees Celsius. Your next bulletin in half an hour. BBC Three Counties Radio's big tour of beds, hearts and bucks. Well, it's at the moment a thriving town. It's, it's certainly on the up. All this week, we're featuring Aylesbury. People are friendly. 
nice little markets. Yeah, I've just lived here all my life. I wouldn't live anywhere else. It's all about where you live. The bell came from the old Friary, which gives the name to the Fry Square in Aylesbury. The big tour of beds, hearts and bucks. BBC Three Counties Radio. Let me just explain what I was miming there, Alice. I was miming... I've been loving Celebrity Big Brother this year. It, we, don't, we don't need that, do we? It's, da, da, da. Bed, it's hearts and bucks. There we go. Celebrity Big Brother is brilliant. Brilliant, right? And um, I was miming Gary Busey, star of the Buddy Holly story, A Star is Born, and um, Eye of the Tiger. Point break. Point break. Um, uh, drying his himself with, with willful abandon. <laughs> he don't give a monkeys. I didn't think people really did that. Uh, it was only strippers did he's that. Got, he's got the towel. He stood there naked. Towel at the front, towel at the back. That, is that called reaming? <laughs> that motion. I, I am not. You're the producer. I didn't produce that. Across beds, hearts and bucks. This is Ian Lee. BBC Three Counties Radio. No, I stand no, by let's, that. Let's, uh, no, no, let's not stand by that. Do you know, you know people are listening now with their, their typewriters... <laughs> How do you describe that back and forth motion? With their typewriters and their pens are ready. <laughs> so let's just... No. But anyway, the Saturday's edition of Celebrity Big Brother was the best episode of Big Brother I've ever seen in my life. Mm. It kicked off with Frenchie, this mad plastic French woman, um, um, going mental in the bedroom. And uh, Leslie, who's this American Ronnie Corbett, horrible, horrible, bitter man, having a go at her. Um, and then, well, then then she cuts up his $100... Oh, then she goes and throws food on the floor when they're not looking and cuts up his $100 underpants. Why do you spend $100 on underpants? And it's so obviously her... Frenchie, did you cut up my underpants? No, I did not do that. I know you did, Frenchie! I know you did! <laughs> and then, then he says, Shut up! Shut up, you little French... And uh, wow. then he goes to hit her. <gasps> and right, So that's all horrible, right? And then Leslie has to nominate some celebrities to go on the scrap heap and sleep outside, right? Oh, it's so hard to do this. I don't like to do this. You've all been so wonderful, but I'm sending Frenchie and Gary Boosie, the only people I've had arguments with. And Boosie, who's bonkers, goes, Yeah, I've had uh, reconstructive surgery on my leg and brain surgery. I'm not going to sleep outside. <laughs> and then he nominates Kelly, who used to be a fella. Mm-hmm. And then it gets really nasty. Because then Kelly goes outside and is sobbing outside. Well, because she's in a vulnerable place at the moment. Well, Kelly, I didn't realise she's only like two weeks into her Yeah, and, those, and those hormones, the hormones. Are, are hardcore. But then Kelly turns into Frank. What? And goes up to Leslie, really close to Leslie. I'm going to knock you sparko, sunshine. Wow. It's the most intense episode ever. It's, and it's, it's horrible and it's wonderful. Right. You've got to watch it. I'll have a look. I love it. And Gary Busey. I've, I've bought the Buddy Holly story on DVD. You're going to watch it because it's a great film. Okay. I watched it the other day with Busey's commentary. Don't really like Buddy Holly, but um, is that going to be an impediment? <laughs> it's kind of. It's, there's a lot of Buddy Holly in it, what with it being called the Buddy Holly story. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll, I'll bear with it. But it's brilliant. And they, Buddy, so you heard him doing the, the, the commentary? I watched him doing the commentary. Was that good? Yeah, it was great. Well, this, uh, in this scene, uh, this preacher's preaching against rock and roll. And now I've given my life over to Jesus Christ. I... <laughs> but it's brilliant. And he, he, plays, he plays and sings all the music live. Oh. And he's brilliant. He plays Buddy Holly as this kind of sort of psychotic 
young Matt is wonderful. Really? Right, I'll have a look. I'll but I'll have to lend it to you after he's out of the house because I want to go and meet him and get him to sign it. Oh. That's what I bought it for. Anyway, 08459 455 555 is the telephone Gary number. Your Gary Busey memories. <laughs> Your Gary Busey. And then someone posted a trailer for a film I'd not seen, which I will be buying uh, this week, called Eye of the Tiger, starring Gary Busey. Oh, I thought you were joking. That's no. a natural film, is yeah. it? He survived prison. He survived Nam. But can he survive this personal hell? <laughs> and it's him running around with a rocket launcher. Oh. In a town. Anyway, oh. 08459 by, by the way, if you just tuned in, this is as good as it gets. The Catherine and Ian Bank Holiday Bands Bunch on Bonanza. <laughs> what you got, Kath? Um, some things. There's a woman here who um, so embarrassed by Snap with Gary Barlow. Oh, yeah. There's no need to take on like that, is there? That she loses eight stone. What, to teach him a lesson? <laughs> and she's doing that thing with the trousers, pulling them out like, uh, I'm, um, what was he called? I'm Barry... Uh, Bethel. I'm Barry Bethel. <laughs> I used to fit into these trousers. I can't believe I was this fat. She's doing that and... Uh, Nicola, by the way, upstairs, Nicola, we've got the kettle down here. Don't tell anyone. If you want to cough, bring a cup down. Hear that? It's a pitter-patter of a newsreader's feet. So, yeah, there's a woman who lost some weight. That's uh, that's in the news, apparently. Uh, and £67 million to fix bodge jobs in the home. DIY disasters. Oh, you know why they're putting this in? Because bank holidays when people get nagged to uh, do DIY things. I hung some pictures the other... Can you hear me? Yeah. I hung some pictures the other day. I know you... And hanging pictures, I hate hanging pictures because it makes me see how... It, 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 it is a visual representation of all my imperfections and lack of, of skills. Wow, you really do think about it too much. Because um, I hung these two pictures. There were certificates. You're going to put milk in that yeah, yeah, I'm just going to do a bit of radio, mate. Oh. And um, they're wonky. And behind... Don't do a sad face. Do a happy face. Ooh, do I'm waiting for a coffee face. <laughs> and behind those pictures are the mistakes of chipped masonry, oh. holes where I've muffed it up. Well, I find... And I, I, just... used, I used a, a, a nail that wasn't an outer wall nail. Oh, it's a nail. And you're a tall man. I bet you put them up too high as well. I put them up at eye level for me. Yeah, exactly. My husband does that and drives me crackers. I have to get on a box to have a look at my pictures. <laughs> and the ironic thing is, they're, they're pictures of boxes. Yeah. How did you know? Um, no, I just whack them up pictures easy your walls aren't probably straight anyway so just do your best that's all you can do our attitude to pictures says a lot about our personalities i think what you've got pictures of boxes yeah whack them up i don't think too much about it you have another song you brought now you brought your cd yeah i'm a bit embarrassed um, because my cd collection's rubbish what you got but these are these are some good ones that i found in the dark this morning I've got Michael Jackson off the wall. <laughs> this album is brilliant. He should have stopped here. What's he holding on the back? It looks like in the back he's holding a mobile phone it and does. doing a selfie. I think it's um, a really, for those times, modern microphone. Or it might be some chalk. A modern microphone in that time would have been pencil thin. Like, um... Blankety blank. Yeah. Yeah. Is I that like... a real microphone? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Yeah. I don't know. It looked like, um... um a, a beta for a glockenspiel, didn't it? Oh, I love a good glockenspiel. I love one. What does that mean? Music talk. Something play, isn't it? Wooden play. Oh no. Oh no. Just be joking. Okay, so you got that. Yeah, I got that one. I got... How are those phone calls doing, Alice? They're okay. Not really any. So, so then. So they're not going. They're we... going elsewhere. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. I've also got the Cardigans. This is today's better music mix. Life. That's a good album. That it is. It's the only one. I've... Oh no, I've got. I got one of the later she ones as well. She is so beautiful. Yeah. She's so beautiful. Good at singing, isn't that? Yeah. I've also got um, the best of MTV Unplugged. What? Yeah, I thought I'd throw that one in. MTV Unplugged? Um, Lenny Kravitz does, are you going to go my way unplugged? Surely that's pointless. Well, should we have a listen? I, li- I like a bit of Lenny Kravitz. I yeah. like um, the one about the garden. Yeah, uh, garden. 
I built this garden for you. He was married to um, uh, Bill Cosby's fictional daughter, Lisa Yes, Burnett. he was. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Do you fancy that one or not? Well, there's, have a look. There's a few on there. Seal. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember Seal? It's the 90s, basically, that CD. Let's, let's, let's try. Hang on a second. So, j- j- don't forget, kids, coming up at some point in the show, you're going to hear this. Sugar Muggalicious. But not now. Uh, so let's let's try a little bit of Lenny Kravitz. Un- un- Lenny Kravitz unplugged. Six minutes of this. No, he slowed it down. Oh no, that was the wrong one. That was Page and Plant. Hang on. What are you thinking? Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. No, that's that was that was Lenny Kravitz. Just let him do it. Six minutes of this. If he slowed it down. What are you doing? Trying to get to the good bit. You got to try. Oh, oh no, you're right. I tell you what we'll have. I, I, I tell you what, this isn't fashionable. I like this. You like this? Nothing wrong with this. What is it? It's not. Lowercase. Lowercase letters. Guys. Oh, Costa Craven. Here we go.
们名下。Well done. The thing I don't like about Katie Lang is the lowercase. That's it. And Katie Lang is a that's a, it's a joke name, isn't it? Because that's that's um, Ardy Lang, who is the psychologist. Isn't that what that is? Is that? Is I that don't know. I think her name's isn't her name Kate. Well, I don't know. She doesn't tell. Oh, um, it's like um, Katie Katie Tunstall. Mm-hmm. Her name is Katie Katie. Yes. Yeah. So she calls her. I used to. I like Katie Tunstall as well. I like woohoo. Yeah, I like that one. I like how she did it with the um. Yeah. I like her. I like her. Let's play her. All right. Not now. I don't know where it is. Tomorrow. Hey! Morning. You do some talking now. I've done too much talking. Okay, Kate Bush. Well, let's... No, I meant... Can we talk about Kate Bush? Yeah, I meant let's set up where we are and explain why we're we're not talking about, you know, Milton Keynes dogs or something. Because it's the bank holiday. We can, if you want. We can talk about whatever you want to. Give us a ring on 08459 You got it. We're just here chewing the fat and having um, top bants. If you'd like to be involved in that, then do. Top bants. You're allowed. Bank holiday Monday. You don't even have to be dressed. We don't know. Got some sad news. Jesse J is leaving the UK. What? Jesse J has revealed she's leaving the UK because of speculation about her love life, not because of tax reasons. As far as I've co- I can see, the speculation always comes from her. She's the one always talking about it. Oh, poor Jesse J. I like Jesse J. Leaving the UK. Moving to the USA. I wonder on what day. Hey, hey. Nothing to do with the fact that she's released an album, with, uh, released a, a single with a girl called Ariana Grande and a, another girl called Nicki Minaj. And this is it. Sugar Muggalicious. Honestly, it's the best song you've ever heard. I, I can almost guarantee it. Hang on a minute. Right, hang on a minute, hang on a minute, hang on a minute. There's a story in one paper, probably The Express. Yeah, about how good it is. Doctor Who. New Doctor Who is monster hit. New Time Lord Peter Capaldi is on track to become the most popular Doctor Who star of all time after pulling in over 7 million viewers for his debut on Saturday night. That's what The Express says. The Sun. Doctor Few. Audience slumps for Capaldi debut. Viewing figures for the new Doctor Who plunged despite a huge global marketing campaign by the BBC. Same story, completely different story. What? How is that possible? Mm. Parajournalism and angles and that. That wasn't wasn't the song I meant, by the way, Alice. Yeah, it was. No, I did. I didn't mean. I didn't mean this. Two, three, four. Ooh. I didn't mean that one. I did. Ooh. That's I... really good. Yo, you meant the first one. Yeah. Oh. That oh. one's better. Ooh. In the palm of her hand. That one. Mm. In the palm of. But she says palm of her hand. You don't like that one. Palm. Um, I palm. like that one. Ooh. Out of all of her other songs, best. All right. Okay, but you don't like the one that I'm insisting that we play that goes a bit like this. I can... Sugar Mongolicious! Hey, I want that to be played as much as the next <laughs> That's guy. That's coming in about 15 minutes, right? All right, we'll... I'll, you... fi- I'll find that if you I, want me I, to. It don't, oh, well, it don't matter. Just... It don't... Which one do you want, um, Catherine? Wow, you had to reach for my name then. I did. I I forgot your name. I mean, we only see each other every day. Like every day. Got a great present for you tomorrow. Is it a great present? Is it a pony? No. You know I want a pony. Yeah, it's not a pony. I've got one for you, I've got one for Kelly, I've got one for me. Oh. Ah. Does that weaken Makes it? Makes it less special. Yeah. No, it doesn't because I, I thought about it. It's just my present day. I thought about it and I paid for it. Okay. Kelly gets one. Yep. Is it walkie talkies? You can't get a try away walkie talkie system. That's impossible. You need to invent one. Do you want this one then? Woohoo! Three! This 
definitely get your guitar out. I should get the guitar out. I should learn how to play it properly. I've been, I've been fingering mine um, while the wife's been away. Have you? And I, um, yeah, I have I don't actually. ever get time to myself to do stuff like that anymore. I bought myself a new guitar tuner and I've been playing some songs because all the chords are on, on the internet Yeah, now. they are. So you go, I oh, fancy playing this song and then you play it and it's great. Uh, so, uh, yeah. And I've bought a piano. Right. You, and you can't play piano. I can play Daydream Believer at the intro and I can play um, the wrong chords to Let It Be. Okay. Well, it sounds like a basis for It's a not piano. bad, is it? That's not bad. It'll impress the kids. Um, my kids, I tell you my school kids. talent show story? Um, the piano. No. I thought I could play the piano. I told them I could play the piano. Oh. Believed I could play the piano. Had you had any experience playing the piano? You just, no. You just, <laughs> you just thought that you were good enough to go up and do it? Yeah, and this was like weeks in advance. Yeah, what are you going to do, Catherine? I was four. Oh, no. What are you no. going to do, Catherine? And I went, I'm going to play the piano. What are you going to play? Humpty Dumpty. Do you need any music? Nah. That was oh. the prep. What, what I went up confidence. in front of the whole school. Yeah, well, I had a granddad who was, um, well, I mean, you could say he was uh, the uh, the inspirer of imagination. You could say he was a fibber. <laughs> Told me all kinds of stuff that I believed, like I was going to be a fairy when I grew up. 
So yeah. I felt my shoulder blades and uh, thought that that was the sprouting of the wings. Yeah. So I started throwing myself off high things to try and make them pop oh, out. No. Oh, uh, anyway, gosh. so yeah, he told me. Yeah, that's like a fairy equivalent of I must, I must improve, improve my, my bust. bust. Yeah. It's like, oh, why aren't these buds working out? I'm going to jump up. <laughs> about the, the wings now, yeah? <laughs> okay. I'm going to jump up the top of the stairs. So um, my mum made me some wings. That, that was fortunate. But he also told me I could probably play the piano. So. I thought so, I probably can. So you went up on the talent show yeah, without um, any musical skills. Yeah, and I played for about five minutes until they said, I think we get that now. And I walked back in silence. Ouch. And this is what hurt the most. All the other kids got a lolly. They didn't give me a lolly. They didn't, oh, that was that teacher, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, actually. I think that's where it all started. That's the guitar I'm selling. Do you want to buy it? Uh, yeah, but I haven't got that kind of money. I don't... We won't go for that kind of money. That's that's the bite now. Make an offer. Uh, Make me an offer. Fiver. Well, if you... Can't really play the guitar, though, so what's the point in having a really snazzy guitar? Well, this is why I'm getting rid of it. <laughs> <laughs> it's an Ace Fraley Kiss signature guitar, if anyone wants it, guys. Must be a thousand pounds. Wow. That was back in the days of telly. Hey, here's a... Right, so my friend made me this birthday CD, right? 08459 if you want to join in about anything. And we'll, we'll, we'll pick up the pace of it. He made me this birthday CD, and it has... Uh, it, it's, the, it's got this song on it. Sugar Mongolicious! Which we'll play in a bit. Either the worst song or the best song ever. It's full of amazing music. And then... Well, I'm going to give you a choice of two songs. Ever See a Diver Kiss His Wife... It is brilliant. Or sing with me. Diver. You want to go for the diver? We'll play both songs at some point, probably. I think this... Well, uh, again, I think, I think you're like... I can imagine if ever there was a BBC Three Counties talent show and we were contractually obliged to be involved in it and we, we did it reluctantly because we didn't want to do it, I can imagine you and me doing this song. Oh, really? Yeah. Go on, then. Ever in your life see a diver kiss his wife while the bubbles bounce about above the water... Come again. <laughs> Did you ever even ever in your life below see a diver 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 kiss his wife below? Way beneath the ocean in the kingdom of the sea while the bubbles bounce about above the water. No, I'm never leaving diver in my life below see no diver 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 kiss your wife below. Well, if you're looking while they kiss and you recognize the sight of a diver deeper devil, that must be doing something right. Waving in the ocean and the kingdom of the sea while the bubbles bounce above the water. Surely, why do you say ever, either, either, and likely no? And diver deeper devil, and when you say wife, you say we won't. Well, why are they kissing in the ocean? In what kingdom of the sea? And why are bubbles bouncing about above the water? Well, beneath the ocean is private, and the kingdom is the sea. And kissing down there is going to bounce up bubbles naturally. So when you see the bubbles bouncing, you recognize the sight of a diver deeper devil. Must be doing something right. Way beneath the ocean and the kingdom of the sea. While the bubbles bouncing about above the water. Did you ever? 
around, but never ever. Did you ever? No, I'm afraid I haven't. Never in your life see a diver kiss his wife while the bubbles bounce about above the water. Did you ever? Did you ever? And did you ever? No, never. Never. Did you ever? Don't say no, never. Travel news for beds, hearts and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. Cambridge Road in Letchworth still has temporary traffic lights around Woolsworth Road and Stewart Street in Luton has ongoing water mainwork, so one lane is closed at King Street. Great Western Street in Aylesbury is closed. That's for ongoing works between Walton Street and Farage Road and the A421 in Buckingham. More works around London Road. Still no issues to report on the train so far this morning. Charlotte Freeman, BBC Three Counties Radio. Across beds, hearts and bugs. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. With the headlines, I'm Nicola Hazler. The actor and Oscar-winning film director Lord Attenborough has died a few days before his 91st birthday. Richard Attenborough's first screen role was in 1942. He turned to directing and achieved international success with Gandhi, A Chorus Line and Shadowlands. Doctors at a hospital in North London have begun treating a British nurse who caught the Ebola virus in Sierra Leone. He's been named as 29-year-old William Pooley. Mr Pooley volunteered to go to West Africa to care for victims of Ebola. He was flown to Britain yesterday by the RAF. Police are renewing their appeal for witnesses to an assault on a doorman in Hartford. James Darrow from Edmonton was struck in the face in the entrance to a bar on Bull Plain shortly after midnight on Saturday morning. And the strongest earthquake to hit northern California in a quarter of a century has caused widespread damage and injured more than 100 people, some of them seriously. The quake, with a magnitude of six, hit 50 miles northeast of San Francisco. Three Counties Sports. BBC Three Counties Radio. Harfordshire's Lewis Hamilton says his Mercedes teammate Nico Rosberg has admitted to deliberately crashing into him during the Belgian Formula One Grand Prix. Hamilton was forced out of the race after Rosberg collided with him. The German driver went on to finish second behind Milton Keynes Red Bull's Daniel Ricciardo and says the incident proved costly for both he and his teammate. Definitely a bad thing uh, for the team, you know, that that, uh, we touched and and, uh, Lewis was out and, uh, and it also cost me uh, the win uh, today so that's definitely not good yeah Red Bull's Daniel Ricciardo now leads the championship by 29 points. Manchester United are still looking for their first league victory under new manager Louis van Gaal after a 1-1 draw at Sunderland in the Premier League yesterday. Tottenham are the early leaders of the Premier League after beating Queen's Park Rangers 4-0 at White Hart Lane. In yesterday's other match, Hull City and Stoke City drew 1-0. This evening, champions Manchester City host Liverpool at 8pm. MK Dons play the biggest game in in their 10-year history tomorrow night as Manchester United are their opponents in the League Cup second round. It will be a full house at Stadium MK with more than 29,000 tickets sold. Don's manager Carl Robinson says it'll be a magical moment for club chairman Pete Winkleman. For the chairman and also his wife Bernie who's been with them right the way through all this turbulent times and exciting times. The two of them have really stood strong and I think the two of them will be very, very pleased when they walk in the stadium on Tuesday evening. 
And there's plenty of local non-league football today in Conference South. Hemel Hempstead hosts Concord Rangers. Bishop Stortford are at home to Chelmsford. St Albans go to Eastbourne. And Borehamwood visit Sutton. In the Southern League Premier Division, there are local derbies as Arlesleaf host Hitchin and Dunstable face Biggleswade Town. Elsewhere, Burnham are at home to Hungerford. And Chesham visit Slough. Your next bulletin in half an hour. Call 08459 455 555. Morning. BBC Three Counties Radio. Thank you, Nicola. So let's just uh, establish who, what, where, why, when, and indeed how. I'm Ian Lee. Uh, I'm not. I'm Catherine Boyle. And, uh Oh, hello. Sorry, I'm Alice Glossop. There we go. Alice is the producer of the show. It's the Kath and Ian Bank Holiday Bant Bunchan Bonanza. Fe- I just like Featuring Alice Glossop. Featuring I didn't, didn't Alice. name it. No, you're producing it, so yeah, you're... Yeah, I didn't name it. Um, and how many... By the way, you can call in about anything you want. Join in, you can have a pop, you can play the... Um, uh, beat the intro. <laughs> this, this, is, this is the intro. Can anyone guess what this song is? Delicious! Anyone can guess that. I'll play it again, because I missed the start there. That was my fault. I apologise for playing... Beat the intro. Sugar Mugalicious! On today's Better Music Mix. But what was the year? Uh, but you are producing. Yeah. And how are the phone calls going this morning? That too. Three if you count one from upstairs. Oh, dear. What did upstairs want? I just said that weather's coming with the news today and not from okay. the weather hub. OK, you could have made up something fun. <laughs> oh, wait, four, five, nine, four, double, five, five, double, They said five. they really wanted to know the rest of the song. You mean, do you mean the rest of this song? I'm so excited. It's coming up. It's coming up in a little bit, I promise. It's Wait, a very exciting us. song. Um, there's breakfast. A, there are, yeah, there's breakfast. You can get breakfast in a pie. Oh, I love a pie. Look at that pie. Yeah, pies are a northern thing, really, aren't they? Mm. We don't really get pies down south, and I, and I regret that. I wanted a meat and tater pie when I was pregnant, and I sent mm. my husband to the chippy. That's where you get pies from, right? Pucker pies. They looked at him like he was asking for a lobster. Yeah. Mm. Uh, it's the, the, one, the one good thing you lot have got going for you is pies. Yeah, and it's, I'm talking about... And your earthy attitude. Thanks. You're welcome. Um, I, what I like about the meat and potato pie from the chippy up north is that it's grey inside and it's yeah. mostly potato and yeah. I don't really know what the meat is. Mm. You get it with gravy. Wow. But that's not the pie that you've got there. No, but... Um, trying to focus you again. <laughs> I'm sorry, you got me talking about pies. You can get a pie with a full English in it um, in Scotland. That's All the, the irony... Hang on a minute, that's a bit racist. <laughs> full English in Scotland, they won't be... Anyway, go on. I'm calling it that. It's uh, Oh. <sighs> Bargain. Crammed what? full of bacon, sausage, black pudding and beans with a fried egg on top. All the meat's like sticking out the sides. Oh, yeah. It's like a, good. It looks like a desperate Dan pie. I... <laughs> <laughs> Cow pie with the horns. Yeah, it's... Oh. I would have... 600 I could have, and 800 calories, somewhere between there it is. I could eat two of those right now. Oh, yeah, I could. Ellis, could you go up to Dundee for us? Yeah. That's, that comes in producer's role, right? Oh, she, oh. She's, she's sounding friendly, but I, th- I think... Tell me if I've got this right. I think she's being sarcastic. She is a bit, yeah. You're being sarcastic? No. We should be doing it then as well. Bit. Oh, gosh, I don't like that. That's the producer's role, though. Yeah, I suppose so. That's what I normally do. Yeah. I want to do it now. Are you doing it now? Yeah. I can't it. tell! Ah. Right. Uh, so, yeah, there's that pie... The male's covering it like it's not a good thing. <laughs> this is a... Listen, I hate all this, oh, you know, these things are bad for you, these things... Are, it's all about choice, right? If I choose to go and stuff my face with a breakfast in a pie, then that's my choice. They don't know. You might be... Oh, you know, you might have been jogging all morning. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, um... Uh, I might be like Mo Farah. 
No, not really irritating and, and past his sell-by date. Oh, no. Have you seen these? Mo Farah's doing an advert for something. Yeah, I know. Uh, sports people acting. <sighs> he's not really active, but you can tell he's reading. It's a, uh, the only good actor I've ever seen. Here we go. The I only- like Quorn. Quorn is good. It made me win a race. <laughs> the only good actor who was a sports person. And by the way, I was away last week. I missed Ian Botham. <laughs> I wish I had. Yeah, I missed all of that. Still burnt onto my eyeballs. Wowzers. You what? You can, anyway, gotta be so careful. People have got their pens out. No, the only good actor I've ever seen as a sportsman is the American wrestler Rowdy Roddy Piper. Oh. He was in a film about um, aliens taking over the world called right. They Live. What other sports person do you know who's gone on to um, successful acting? You said sports person. Yeah. He's a wrestler. Yeah, sports. No. Acting. Uh, no, come on, mate. Come on. Come on, mate. No, you come. Oh, go, go, uh, Alice has got one. Space Jam. Michael Jordan from Space Jam. Is he good? Michael Jordan. He was a basketball player, wasn't <laughs> he? From Space Jam. Was he good in Space Jam? Yeah, it's amazing. It's one of the best films ever. Really? I've it's, never seen that film. It's, okay, in terms of childhood films, it's top five. All-time films, you know, top 20. I saw... What? Space Jam's in the top 20 of all-time films? Have you never seen Citizen Kane? It's a bit boring, actually. I watched the first 35 minutes of uh, The Mighty Ducks at the weekend. All oh, right. What a film. Yeah, it was good, wasn't it? Such a good... Why did you only watch some of it? I had to go and do some work. Mm. I had to go and hang out with Rylan. Oh, I like him. I like Rylan as well. I like Mighty Ducks. I like, I, I like Mighty Ducks. I like Rylan. Who's best? There's only one way to find out. <laughs> I haven't seen Space Jam. I haven't seen Mighty Ducks. I haven't seen Cool Runnings. I don't like sports films. Saying that, Space Jam is good, but the cartoon element of it, which is about 50 80 Ninety percent of the film isn't is rubbish. Yeah, it's right, so you're saying that nine tenths of the f- your what you one of your top five films is rubbish. <laughs> no, 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 no. Why? Does that work? Top five children's okay. films. Okay, nine tenths of one of the top twenty films of all time. Yeah, I'm regressing that statement now. <gasps> Flipping it. Well, I'm trying to think. There must be other sports people that have acted. There must be. Oh wait, four five nine four double five five double five. If you mm. uh, wish to uh, join in this conundrum. Oh. Uh, I've got one. Well, OJ Simpson. He was good in that courtroom, wasn't he? <laughs> no, but he w- wasn't he a sports person before? <laughs> he was a sports person before. He was a good actor. What it- did he play? Baseball? American football, wasn't it? Was it? I think so, yeah. Uh, he was an American footballer. Oh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Guys? Guys? He's seven foot three. <laughs> he was a basketball player and he's in Game of Death with Bruce Lee, who's five foot three. Who wins? Well, Bruce Lee beats him up, doesn't he? He does Kung Fu. I found a website with it about this. Oh, yeah, go on. That'll encourage people to call in. Now you've got the answers. (laughs) Yes? The first one... Oh, the second one's incredible. I'm going to go with that. Andre the Giant. Oh. Starting out as a French professional wrestler, Andre gained international fame for roles in films such as Conan the Destroyer. Gerard Depardieu. Princess Bride. Gerard Depardieu. Anybody? Anybody? Remember what his sport was? Football. No. Boxing. Yeah, look at Bruce Lee with Kareem. Wow. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, uh, Gordon Ramsay was a footballer. He's not an actor. Oh, yeah, that was the thing, wasn't it? All right, 08459 455 555. Do you want to play one of your songs? And then we'll oh, have yeah. Monkey Licious. What you got? I've got loads of stuff. I don't know whether you want to hear any of it. Probably not. Let's have I'm Michael Jackson. Should, let's have Michael Jackson. From the album that he should have stopped at. We'll phone Justin up after um, 8 o'clock to find out what it is Michael Jackson is holding on the back cover of uh, On The Wall. It looks, looks like, like a portable telephone. It looks like he's doing a selfie and he's doing the um, selfie face as well. <laughs> the stink face. Michael Jackson! We didn't even mention Arnie. He wasn't a sportsman, though. Uh, 
Uh, bodybuilding. Really? Bodybuilding yeah. is not a sport. That's a um, Don't that's you a think life. So? It's a lifestyle choice. Oh. <laughs> it's not a lifestyle choice. <laughs> if if Arnie's a sportsman, then so am I, girls. Play number three. <laughs> I made myself laugh there. But uh, but the laughter was increased by you laughing, Alice. So thanks for that. You're welcome.
It sounds rubbish, doesn't it? Oh, I like the bit at the beginning where <laughs> yeah, That sounded reminiscent of uh, no. someone we're not allowed to mention anymore. We are allowed. but we, why It sounded we? like Rolf. It did, didn't it? It did sound like Rolf, didn't it? Um... 08459 455 555 The show literally doesn't get any better than this We will be playing the next song The next song you're going to hear guys Is going to be this Chunky Monkey Delicious It's the next song Alice Yay! It's either, it's either the best song in the world Or it's the worst song in the world I just, I just don't know I'm slightly worried you've talked it up too much Because nothing can be as good as that beginning part it's Well One minute <laughs> it, 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 that doesn't that doesn't set you up for what the song's going to be like. I really. Someone pointed out to me. I put it on Twitter. One minute sixteen. There is the best. This is great. You're ever going to hear <laughs> in your life. This is great. What during their song? Yeah, they're doing their own review of their yeah. song. As this is great. <laughs> Just in case you weren't sure. Well, it's, it is. It, it, I think. Anyway, we'll play it in a minute. What, what have you got for us, Catherine? Anything in the papers? Yeah. Um, screens are blighting family life. Children's are warns. This kind of his job to do that. Who's what? British parents are among those in Europe most likely to neglect their children, according to the government's <sighs> childhood czar. Not a childhood star. A childhood. Tsar. Why do we use a Russian word? Don't know. Why don't we just say childhood czar? What does that even mean? The czar of the children. I know. I know. No, but Sorry, I'm saying. Got, well, I... no, I'm agreeing. What does what does it mean to be a czar of the children? You no, rule them. Czar of the children sounds vaguely fascist, but it's not even about the children. It's about childhood. Yeah. So it's not even. It's it's, it's childhood, not children. There is a difference. I just couldn't verbalise it today. Yeah. And why do they just say advisor rather than czar? So what's he saying then? You're not allowed to watch mobile phones? He's saying that... J- jog um, on, fella. Bemoan the decline in time spent talking around the dinner table. Oh, granddad. All right, yeah, no one said that before, have <laughs> they? Parents are letting screens take over from family time. Oh, claim the chief executive of the Mother's Union. Are you, the, what? Are you a member of that? Reg Bailey. How's he allowed to be in that? <laughs> There's a Mother's Union and it's run by a fella? Call Reg. I mean, he's got the right... I mean, I'm not sexist. You're, you're but all the right. Mother's Union should be. Sorry, just understood. The Mother's Union should be, shouldn't it? What's he doing telling them what's what? The Mother's Union should be sexy. No, sexist. It should be for mothers. I'm so confused now. What's his name, Reg? Reg. Reg, I'm, I'm going to go on strike. I'm going to go on strike, Reg, because um, my husband is getting on my nerves. Yeah, love, you'll do that. <laughs> I don't think it's that kind of union. Yeah, love, you'll do that. Right, we're bringing, we're bringing all the mums out together. Don't, don't worry, Doris. All the mums are going to come out on strike. We're all on strike. Right. Got Reg from the Mother's Union on the line. Now, Reg, why are you bringing the mums out on strike? Because Doris has been treated right badly by her husband. Uh, he, wouldn't, he wouldn't put the dishwasher tablets in. He's been washing it without putting the salt. He used the last piece of bread and didn't tell her that there was none left for the toast in the morning. Shall we do it? What? The song. Yeah, yeah. Shall we? Right, this is, this is my friend Simon. He made me a birthday CD. I didn't listen to it on my birthday. I only opened my birthday presents last week. Um, I understand why. Sorry? I understand why. Because I had my birthday presents left for me and I was in the house on my own. I thought, I'm not opening them on my own. What's the point of well, that? Well, I, I did end up opening them on my own. Rubbish, isn't it? 
Yeah. Should have brought him in. But I opened up last week, so two months after my birthday. Don't feel sorry for me. I was in a dark place. I'm in a grey place now. Anyway, all of this CD is full of awesome songs. And then there's this song, Allegra singing a song called Chunky Monkey. Mm. Now, it's either the best song in the world or it's the worst song. Oh, yes. Um, it's what would happen if you gave my kids a microphone. Oh wait, for I want I, I do need your thoughts on this. Oh eight four five nine four double five five double five. Ellis, you ready? Yeah, so go. ready. Here we go. Monkey delicious. Was a couple of elephants, a chimpanzee That's what I did see, that's what I did see But something seemed to catch my eye Something seemed to dazzle them up But Chunky Monkey, yeah, Chunky Monkey, yeah He looked at me with big blue eyes And I couldn't help but see A Chunky Monkey, yeah, Chunky Monkey, yeah Just like a chimpanzee, that chunky monkey Yeah, that chunky monkey Yeah But who else did I see Looking at that chunky monkey Was you Was you Do you see the dilemma? Is no, it the best, best thing in the no, world? Best. Is it? There's no dilemma. Best. Daz on Twitter disagrees. <laughs> Daz! What the flipping epic heck is this rubbish you're playing? A pile of poo-poo. Have another holiday. <laughs> I've been sent a text from my friend spelling this out, because they're listening, and they spelt it A-A-A-C-H-U-G-N-E-Y, a chungy mungy. <laughs> a chungy mungy? <laughs> I, I've yet. To, I'm a 41 year old man. I'm loving it. My kids are away for it for the next two weeks. Oh, my little girls will love this. I, I think the. I think my boys will love this. Yeah, yeah. I think my uh, girls might see it as a rival to their hit. Uh, wake up and kiss my personality. 
I love it. I think it's the best song. Yeah, it is. Oh, wait, four, five, nine, four, double, five, five, double, five. Is this thing on? Uh, your, your thoughts on Chunky Monkey, please, by Allegra. Yeah. Boy, I mean, oh, boy. How old is she? And she does that. She sounds... Uh, see, you think it's a kid. I think it's she was at the kid. time. It's, it, it's an old song, isn't it? Uh, it's seven years old, this song. I think she's a grown woman and just, it was just, messed, you know, just messed around with the tape a bit. Sped the Gosh, tape that, that would make it... Oh. That would make it a bit weird and less good, I think, if she wasn't a kid, because being a kid makes it, oh, that's quite funny, but being an adult doing well, that... Well, but it's like Picasso... That, right, yeah, I'm actually comparing that song with Picasso, I've just realised. <laughs> the genius in Picasso was he made his paintings look childlike. That's that for an adult to do something that's genuinely childlike is nigh on impossible. It sounds easy. You manage. <laughs> good one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you just compared me to Allegra and Picasso. I'm happy with that. Allegra. I'm seething inside, <laughs> but on the outside I'm pretending oh, to be happy with that. Don't seethe, it's actually a great compliment. Was that a popular song ever? No. I think I prefer The Singing Nun to Chunky Monkey. Oh, hang on. Now you're talking. Uh, Daz says, oh, Daz says, your kids will love it, adults not so sure. Then he goes on to say, where can I download it? <laughs> well... <laughs> Point proven, best song ever. And Usman says, who's this Alice now? Where's the Kelly the Beauty? Oh, oh, ouch. Usman. Usman? Usman. He's got a, he's got a point, though. Yeah, what? where is she? No. <laughs> She's at Reading. That's where she is. What? what doing, doing shopping? The festival. It's the, fest- the Reading festival still going? I don't know, is it? A mud yeah, honey playing. Yeah, finishes today. Well, finishes last night, but today. She'll still be there. Well, we'll, we'll was she ever there? <laughs> guys? 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 You get it? Guys? What have you got in the papes? Um, Nothing? No, there isn't, not really. there isn't really. There isn't really. Richard Attenborough's passed away at the age of 90. Good. Well, good for him. Not good, you know, he was... Uh, uh, I don't know. I don't mean good... He I mean, did all right, didn't he? And he, act, he, he, did he was very, still acting well. He was in Jurassic end. Park, which what? is really the greatest achievement there can ever be. Never seen it. Oh, what? Never seen, never seen Jacuzzi Park, as my friend's nan calls it. <laughs> Have your kids... No. They will. Change that immediately. I don't, I don't like dinosaurs. I think dinosaurs are boring. I much prefer spaceships. No, but do you like dinosaurs. kids being chased by dinosaurs, being oh, frightened? Really? And turning into monkeys and there being a midway where you're not quite a monkey, not quite a child. Perfect. Is that... That's Jumanji. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> They're both good. Have you seen either? I don't know. Have you? I've seen... <laughs> it turns out you've not. You just read the back of a video cover. Look, I... Yeah, I was getting too excited about good films from that era. Mate, you have you have embarrassed yourself. <clears throat> hey, um, you know people that go in the sea? Swimmers. People that go in the sea. For what? Oh, OK. For what? If you go in oh, the sea. Oh, no. Apparently you're helping marine life. Well done, oh, you. Oh, well done, my boys, Save the whales. <laughs> uh, do you mean ones or twos? Oh, what? The boys, have done a num- the boys have done a number two. Oh in the past. no! Oh no! What's that in your? Oh, just hang on, just go in, go into the deep bit. Right, get rid of that <laughs> little, little little splash, splash, splash. There we go. No one knows. Of course you've done that. Of course they have. Have they? Yeah. Well, that's not where the, I was taking this, but um, isn't it funny when you do a wee in the sea or a swimming pool or the bath? <laughs> you don't do it in the bath, do you? If I'm about to get out in the next no, five minutes or so. I, mm. It dilutes. If you're doing it somewhere other than a toilet or a urinal, or a urinal, um, doesn't it feel funny? If you're doing it in the sea, it feels weird to let go like that, doesn't it? Forbidden. Forbidden fruit. (laughs) Anyway. There's a great bit in the in-betweeners. No. We're not referencing that again, are we? I did. I did enjoy it. I've never seen them before. I did enjoy it, where they're in the um, they're in the desert, right? 
and they're, they're, they're dying in the desert. It's really beautiful. It's a really beautiful scene, actually. And um, <laughs> one of them says... <laughs> they're dying, right, of dehydration. OK. One of them says... I really need a wee. Does anyone want it? <laughs> but, oh, gosh. Greater love hath no man. <laughs> Oh, you're in, you're in for a really I can't wait. filthy childish anyway, treat today. Nice. Anyway, this, uh, we're not just talking about this for gratuitous no, reasons. It's babe. actually news. Holidaymakers who get caught short and go while swimming in the sea may be helping marine life to thrive. Oh. The American Chemical Society says that a number of compounds required by plants for optimal growth are found in your... Um, Doings. The quantity left by holidaymakers is comparatively minuscule. The fin whale excretes almost a thousand litres daily. Flipping oh, oh, no. The average human produces one point five litres on dry land. Wow, this is just an excuse to and they've given they've got they've got a box of facts about um we. This is in an, a proper newspaper. Give us, before we go to the travel, give us the top two wee-wee facts. Urinating on a jellyfish sting will not ease the pain and may worsen it. Oh, blimey. So remember that. And healthy urine is sterile and the Aztecs used it to clean wounds. Yeah, you're supposed to clean wounds with it. No. It's, and it's good. F- We've done this. Uh, you, could, uh, you can wipe your face with no. it to get rid of spots. No, don't. And I did a phone-in on a proper radio station... Um, and uh, w- people were phoning up saying they used to use their children's soiled nappies, oh. wee-wee only, oh. and wipe their faces with it. Oh. Wow. Travel news for beds, cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. In High Wycombe, New Road has ongoing works around Ewans Road and London Road in East Hyde. There's the junction improvements at Newlands Road. Broad Hall Way in Stevenage, there are temporary traffic lights at Hartford Road. And onto the trains now, London Midland have no service between Bedford and Bletchley. And just to remind you that no trains will be stopping at London Bridge this week. Charlotte Freeman, BBC Three Counties Radio. Thank you, Charlotte. Before the news, you've got one more wee-wee fact. Oh, no, we can't do this one. This is from the newspaper. OK, this is from the Times. Serious wee fact. Eating um, eggs, boiled in, <laughs> eggs boiled in a young boy's urine are a delicacy in China. Wow. <laughs> Local and vocal across beds, hearts and bucks. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. It's 8 o'clock, I'm Nicola Hazler. The headlines, the actor and director Lord Attenborough has died. Doctors in London are treating a British nurse with Ebola and the Luton home of an 80-year-old woman with dementia has been broken into. BBC Three Counties Radio. Tributes are being paid to the actor and film director Lord Attenborough, who's died at the age of 90. His film roles included Brighton Rock, The Great Escape and Jurassic Park. When he turned to directing, he won an international reputation and many awards for films such as Gandhi and Cry Freedom. Our arts editor, Will Will Gompert, says he was a hugely significant figure. Not only was his career incredibly long, it was extremely diverse. He was a superb actor. I mean, everybody who, who's ever watched Brighton Rock will remember him as Pinky, and then, of course, uh, in The Great Escape. But, of course, he was so involved in life beyond films and television and acting. He made a contribution to the whole of, of British life. He had something to say, something to give, enormous warmth and energy and compassion. 
A British man infected with Ebola in Sierra Leone has arrived back in the UK on a specially adapted RAF plane. The healthcare worker, who'd been looking after people infected with the disease, is being treated in an isolation unit at the Royal Free Hospital in North London. Professor Jonathan Ball, who's a virologist at the University of Nottingham, says it's good news that signs of the virus appear to have been caught early in the man's case. Obviously, with him being uh, brought into the UK, the, the quality of healthcare facilities that he's coming to are much better than he could expect um, out in Western Africa. Uh, and so that, that there'll be immediate testing to make sure that all his organs are, are functioning. And so he really is in the best place and, and will have the best possible care. Police are renewing their appeal for witnesses to an assault on a doorman at the Stonehouse Bar in Hartford. James Darra from Edmonton was struck in the face in the entrance to the bar on Bull Plain shortly after midnight on Saturday morning. An 80-year-old woman with dementia has had her home targeted by burglars in Luton. A man and woman broke into the house in Chandos Road. Lee Agnew reports. The police say the thieves prized open the front window of her home a week ago on Friday. They stole a number of items from the bedroom and ran out of the property, passing the victim as they did so. But due to her condition, they can't be sure exactly what was stolen. The first offender was white and skinny with blonde hair and a stripy hooded top and cap. The woman was thick-set with her hair in a bun. Two boys aged 12 and 13 have been arrested on suspicion of assault following a fight between a group of teenagers at Great Linford in Milton Keynes. Two teenage boys suffered facial and head injuries. Police want to hear from a man who's understood to have seen what happened during the incident around 8 o'clock on Tuesday evening. The boys who were arrested have been released on bail until October the 1st. The strongest earthquake to hit Northern California in a quarter of a century has caused widespread damage and injured more than 100 people, some of them seriously. The quake, with a magnitude of 6, hit 50 miles northeast of San Francisco. In sport, Hertfordshire's Lewis Hamilton says his Mercedes teammate Nico Rosberg has admitted to deliberately crashing into him during the Belgian Formula One Grand Prix. Hamilton was forced out of the race after Rosberg collided with him. The German driver went on to finish second behind Milton Keynes Red Bull's Daniel Ricciardo. And the weather, cloudy and cool with heavy rain developing. A maximum temperature of 17 degrees Celsius. Get the latest news and sport online at bbc.co.uk slash three counties. BBC Three Counties Radio's big tour of beds, hearts and bucks. People work well together, there's a nice feeling, there are friendly people, people do smile at each other on the street. It's all about where you live. Yeah, it's got the basics, but it's surrounded by some beautiful countryside, beautiful history. All this week, we're featuring Aylesbury. Very pretty with all the hanging baskets they've done this year. The big tour of beds, hearts and bucks. BBC Three Counties Radio. This is Ian Lee, BBC Three Counties Radio. Catherine Boyle is Hello, here. Yes. yes, yes. Alice Glossop is here. Hello. Yes. Uh, it's Bank Holiday Show, which means literally no expense has been spent on this show. No, not, none whatsoever. There's no news. There's no. St- I mean, obviously Nicola was doing the news, and what an excellent job she was doing, considering there's no news. Uh, we just sat here going through the papers, uh, playing records, and uh, winding each other up. If you'd like to take part, 08459 555 555. Across beds, hearts and bucks. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. Piano news. Oh, yeah. Oh. A piano installed at Brighton Railway Station was moved. Why am I echoing? Oh, no, it's the, ke- it's the kettle. The, what kettle? It's the sound effect of a kettle. We haven't got a kettle in the studio. That's against the rules. Good sound effect of the kettle, Alice. You're welcome. 
She's great at finding sound effects of kettles. And trains. Woo-woo. See? There we go. Piano installed at Brighton Railway Station was moved after staff complained that players' enthusiasm meant that they couldn't hear announcements. The piano, which is available for anyone to play, has been relocated away from the ticket barriers. Oh. Nick Bright, 39, of Brighton, said, I'm surprised it caused too much noise. You can barely hear announcements anyway. <laughs> this is brilliant they're doing that. They, they had one. I don't know if they still got it at St Pancras. Sorry? don't know what she's laughing at. I'm saying you can barely hear them anyway. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly how he said it. Are, are you are you northern? Mm. Yeah, I've been hiding it all this time. Okay, well, just good, great click. <laughs> it's almost like we've got a real kettle in here. We haven't though. Not allowed. They had one at St Pancras, right? Mm. Just this battered old piano, and people would go and play it. And I was there. I was there with my wife. And the guy playing it was so good, this young lad, that she w- thought it was a stunt. She thought it was like a, like, like a flash mob kind of thing. And I said, no, I don't think... I think he's just turned up. And she wouldn't, w- wouldn't believe that he was, he was just a real punter. And then when we came back a few days later, there was some drunk old man just battering away. And, we, ah, and you yes. said, see? But it was great. People were just going up and playing the piano. It was wonderful. Would you dare to play it? Well, I can't play it. Yeah, no, you, would, would, you dare would, you, would, you, would you get up and... Yeah, I reckon I can work it I'm out. I'm going to do this, kids. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I reckon I could work it out. No, I w- if I could play it, then yeah, of course I would. What a wonderful thing. And people were stood around watching and people were dancing. But the pressure. I used to have a keyboard and my dad used to say, play as a tune, Kate. Yeah. And I would always mess it up and I felt awful about it. And so, it, you know... But you're not a penis. <laughs> I was a keyboardist. I learnt how to play it later in later Well, life. I'm getting a piano delivered Thursday or Friday and mm. I reckon by next... Ch- let's, OK, let's be practical. Next Wednesday, I'll be able to, to bash one out in the living room. Yeah. You just got to work out the keys. The wife's home on Friday, right? So if I can't bash one out by then, okay. You know, um, dry wipe markers. Draw the draw the names of the um, notes on the keys, and you're home and dry love and wiped. Could you play the piano, Dennis? No, no, no. You got a cold, Dennis? No, I haven't got a cold. You got a sore throat? No. Are you in the box? No. You wearing breathing apparatus? No. Have you got a clothes yes, peg on your nose? Breathing, breathing apparatus. Yes, I'm. Yeah, I'm breathing. Yes. Yeah, you say, he sounds poorly, doesn't he? This could be. This could no, be. He the, sounds all right. This could be the final fa- days of I, Dennis. Oh, don't say that. You're in fine fetal, aren't you, Dennis? Yes. Final days. I have a large book of film stars going back right. I'm going to stop reading it because they're all dying faster than me. Well, well, well. What? I don't know what that means. Hang on. Anyway, what? What can we do, Dennis? Can you think of any sports stars that became actors? No. Oh yes. Um, oh, the footballer went to went to America. Bit of a rough footballer. Uh, Kevin Keegan. No. Uh, Cantona. No. Vinnie Jones. Yep. What a thoroughly unpleasant gentleman he is. is well, he? that's right. Yeah. He made a good, a good actor, didn't he? Well, he, he keeps saying about how he's a big actor and a big star. He's not. He's got, like, walk-on parts where he doesn't say anything. Well, I, And when I met him, he was horrible. Yeah, well, was he horrible to you, was he? It was horrible to me, and so was Gary Lineker, actually. Well, but, oh! Yeah, but that's not yeah. unusual, is it? Sorry? You can't blame him for being that. I mean, that's just you. Uh. What? <laughs> anyway, what can I do for you, Dennis? Nothing, I was just saying. Oh. How nice it is to have you back. Professional, isn't it? Because last week it was dire. Oh, Justin, oh. was he dire? Well, there was too much, too much trouble, and not enough fun. 
Was it, what, what do you mean trouble? Was he, was he like, fighting... Was he getting oh, drunk no. and fighting listeners again? Some of the things he brought up were... We'll die, I'm sorry, you know. Oh. It was hard lines on the people who was up. Well, with, well c- c- in, in the respect to Justin Dealey, who is, is a talent and a g- good friend, that would have been Catherine's responsibility as producer. So, no, Catherine, what went wrong last Ka- week? Don't you blame Catherine. She's lovely. She, she is lovely. She's wearing earrings today. Yeah. Um, which is nice. But it's her responsibility, Dennis. So let's 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 go straight to her horse mouth. What, what went wrong last week? Um, well, no. Sugar. Uh, wow. Um, what happened last week? There was some news to do, and we have to do the news. And Justin does it in his own special way, and it's beautiful. Yes. But you say he's bigger than you, and you don't talk back to him. Justin? Yes. Yeah. Mm. He's bigger than all of us. Bigger than me, yeah. In I'm terms of ego. Yeah. I mean, he tells you what to do, and you do it. I don't you get thumped. Wow. <laughs> you, you've been in those meetings. No, I've been to... Hey, listen to this, Dennis. Yes. Mark has just tweeted. Marcus. Be- no, Mark. Mark has just tweeted. Mm. Best part of the show is Nicola on the news. She's got a nice voice, very calming for a wet Monday. The best part of the show? Fair dues. She is I mean, fair play, she's excellent. Mm. And w- w- this is very, very poor. So, actually, Mark, good point. Well made. Dennis, anything else? No, that's fine. Ta-ta. Oh... Bless him, that's nice. Isn't it? He'll phone up tomorrow to have a whinge. Yeah. Do you, sh- shall I play a Johnny Cash song? Yeah, go on. Which one? This one! Oh, no, hang on, I'm after up. Oh. I'm not very good at that. Which right. one? Shall I play a Johnny Cash song? This one? No. <laughs> sister did and my daddy died young working in a coal mine when I was just a baby too little for the cotton sack I played in the dirt while the others worked till they couldn't straighten up their backs and I made myself a promise when I was old enough to run that I'd never stay a single day in that Oklahoma sun And I never pick cotton Like my mother did and my brother did and my sister did And my daddy died young Working in a coal mine Folks said that I grew up early And the farm couldn't hold me then So I stole ten bucks and a pickup truck And I never went back again And it was fast cars and whiskey Long-legged girls and fun I had everything that money could bring And I took it all with a gun And I never picked cotton Like my mother did and my brother did And my sister did and my daddy died young in a coal mine It was Saturday night in Memphis When a redneck grabbed my shirt And he said go back to your cotton sack I left him lying in the dirt And they'll take me in the morning To the gallows just outside And in the time I've got There ain't a hell of a lot I can look back on with pride But I never pick cotton like my mother did, and my brother did, and my sister did, and my daddy died young, working in a coal mine. I never picked cotton. Like my mother did, and my brother did, and my sister did, and my daddy died young, working in a coal mine.
working in a coal mine I say good luck to him. Good luck to him. Bit of Johnny Cash. I'll I like you, that one. I'll bring you a Johnny Cash book in. I want to read a Johnny Cash book. Well, I'll bring you one in then. Can I read yours? Uh, you can't read it, but I'll bring it in and I'll show you what a Johnny Cash book looks like. Okay, thanks. Can't remember if it's the one... I think it's the one that the film's based on. I think it's, it's done what by his I? wife. No, no, his wife. She died first. His daughter. I can't remember. I'll, I'll bring it in and have a look. You can have a look. I will. All right, fine. What's, I don't understand why this tension all of a sudden. I'm, I'm going to do something for you. Yeah, you're going to show me the book and then you're going to take it away again. You can rent it. Hmm. Pound a week? Oh, I'll read it fast then. Fine. I don't, I don't care how fast you read it. I'm not doing it to read it in a day. Do I only pay you... No, it's a pound a week. 20p. That no, that wouldn't work. 140. Anyway, <laughs> 08459 455 555 is the telephone number. It's back holiday. Got no idea who's coming in after us or what's happening. But they'll be better. We can guarantee that. Yeah. And it will be a decent radio show uh, if you want. Uh, now, I was away. Hey, we can ask people what they think about the Bucket Challenge. I didn't. They didn't call in. Yeah, but it was early and no one was up. Go on then. What do you think about the Bucket Challenge? I don't like it. I think it's got a bit showy offy. Call me now. Oh eight four five nine four double five five double five. I've been nominated. I'm not going to do it. I don't like. I don't do stuff like that. Really, fun things. No, I, I don't. I, I do fun things. Uh, for example, I'm going to go home and um, have a snooze. But I, I don't like stuff like that. I don't like big stunts like that. If if, if it's a charity I'm interested in, I'll, I'll write a check. Tell you what you don't like, and I don't like it either. Forced good times. Forced good times. New Year's, they can keep that. Yeah, I don't. When you know when you're forced to have fun, that's yeah. what. Yeah, that's what you mean. Yeah. 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 Well, when everyone's expecting you to, and everyone else seems to be having so much of a better time. I wish there was a handy phrase to describe it, but there, there, there isn't. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't like all of that stuff. I remember going on a school trip once, and the the teacher, who I, I disliked intensely. Why? And she dis- well, she disliked me. She was oh. always comparing me to my sister, who was very bright. Didn't encourage anything vaguely artistic, and she was just I didn't like her. We didn't get on, and then we moved into the same street as her. Wow. And then when I got famous, she sent me a letter. And saying I, what? Saying, oh, it's so nice to see you doing so well in a, in a career that you tried to stop me doing because you didn't think I'd be able to do it. So I didn't write back to her. And that was childish of me and I should have done. Write back to her now. She's dead. Anyway. Oh. Yeah, I know. I know. And I should, that's, I, a few regrets. I should have written back and said, oh, thank you. I should have been the bigger person and I wasn't. Anyway, no matter. No matter now. That's moved on. But we went on a school trip. It clearly does matter. You're still holding on to it. And we st- she stood at the front of the bus. There's a rubbish school trip. I don't remember where it was. You will... All have fun today. I thought, well, I'm not. No, I'm not. not. Now you've said that, I am I'm definitely... That's how stubborn and stupid I am. <laughs> no, I'm not. You've said I'm going to have fun. I'm not going to have fun. I'll then. show you misery. I will show you. And I was, it was horrible. What was the school trip? I can't remember. Oh, I don't remember. I don't remember where we went with. It was boring. I remember going on a school trip that was really rubbish. They took us to, like, Funland, but none of the rides were working. <laughs> and no we got told off... <laughs> This is a load of mank kids. <laughs> we got told off for sitting in this like roundabout thing and the lads were pushing us round. <laughs> the mechanical thing wasn't working, so we were doing oh. it by lad power. And you got told off for Told that? off, yeah. Oh, that was the nearest we got to fun that day. Speaking of fun, I was um, in Greece for three and a half days yeah. last week. And it was nice. I was a surprise. I couldn't get hold of my family, so it was a surprise. And I got there really early. I got to... Yeah, I wondered about that. Yeah. Because you were flying at night, weren't you? I flew at 11.30 at night, landed at... It was five o'clock their time. So when did you pitch up? 
I, I got there at half five. I had to climb over. It was in. Um, you had to break in. I had to. Well, I couldn't break in. The house is. is it, the house has been. They're saying in my wife's aunt's house. The house has been broken into several times, so you couldn't break in. It's, it's completely break-in proof. So I had to climb on over the fence and sleep in the garden. It was half cold. I was freezing. I just put two tops on, and and I was freezing. So I was sleeping. Were you sleeping on a sun lounger? Uh, no, I was on a. I, I I didn't see the sun lounger. I was on a chair with my feet on a wall. That would be terrifying. Yeah, it was. Her aunt is a 73-year-old woman, and <laughs> I scared the life out of her. Did you have your beard? Uh, yeah, I did. That, but that's... That, but I, I, yes, I did. I scared an old Gosh, woman. Gosh, it's like Down and Out in... What's that film? Beverly Down and Hills. Out in, in Beverly Hills. Da- Down and Out in Regis. <laughs> uh, anyway, I surprised the kids. The kids didn't know I was coming, and the look on their face... The youngest one woke up, and he, we, for 30 minutes he didn't say anything. He was just squeezing me and oh. hugging me and then looking up at me and then hugging me. And the oldest, when he came around the corner, he thought, oh, it was wonderful. Anyway, foreign holidays are weird, aren't they? Mm. Because um, th- but there's always... There, th- we're on the beach and every five minutes there's a Chinese fella coming around offering um, a massage. Oh. And there's two other fellas, um, one offering uh, hooky Louis Vuitton bags... Mm-hmm. And one offering hooky DVDs. Mm. What? Why? Why? Because when you're on a beach, you're thinking luggage. Well, why would you? Why? I, first of all, I wouldn't have a massage from just a fellow walking around on a beach holding up a bit of laminated plastic. A massage. Massage. I wouldn't do that. Someone must, otherwise they'd be. Uh... Well, do they? Though? Then there was someone walking around selling fresh fruit salad. Mm. Really? On a beach? It's fresh. I'm not touching that stuff. And then there was a wo- then there was a woman walking around selling donuts wrapped up in cling film. Yeah, keep the sand out. But on a beach, I don't like. I hate beaches. I really do not like beaches at all. I don't like being dirty. Mm. And then my eldest refused to put the sun cream on. Oh, out of that sea. And we, we we tried the soft talk, the hard talk, the bullying talk, the gentle talk, the persuading, the black all of this stuff. None of it. So I, I picked him up and took him off the beach. Oh, picked him up, kicking and screaming, took him off the beach. We'll put your sun cream on. Well, that's the rule. That's the rule. So, you had a good time then? Yeah, it was wicked. Do you want, should we play one of your songs? Uh, go on. What one? We've we petered out a little bit there, haven't we? We've petered out a bit there, Alice. Nah, it was this a, is top notch. It was a charming story until you brought in the massage man. I, th- I saw you had a phone call there, Alice. What happened? I tried phoning... It was Joyce. Uh, oh, I know. I've, I've, yeah, I've I know. been trying to phone her back, but matter. she's not... It doesn't matter. She said that we should have more time checks. It's 8.19. There we go. Hang on. There you go, Joyce. Wait a minute. Pass the message on. Hang on. It's 8.20 in here. There we go. There's another one. Oh, it's 8.19. 8.19. That's why we don't do time checks, Joyce. Who was it I was listening to the other day, and they were doing time checks all the time, and they were doing it, obviously... Jo- oh, I Speaking see Speaking clock. It was Island FM. Ireland? I- Island. Oh. Not Ireland. Island. Right. FM. On Zach in the winter, Zach in the and um, the breakfast show on Island FM. It's funny when you do this job and you listen to other shows. Hang on, 21 minutes past eight. Uh, and I don't know about you, I, I find it hard to listen to radio now as a punter. I've lost a lot of joy of listening to radio because I'm thinking, oh, that was good. Oh, we can nick that. Oh, that was rubbish. Do, do you get the same thing? Yeah. And I've, I, 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 it really annoys me because I've lo- I like listening to the radio and I've lost a bit of that joy. But I was listening to Island FM and the fella, he just kept doing time checks. That was the zombies. She's not there. I don't know where she is. It's 8.16. Oh! He's doing all that. That's quite a good link, though. And do you know what I was thinking? And I thought about it, then I dismissed it, and now I'm thinking about it again as a good idea. One morning, and I need to talk to you about this. Yes. Talk to me about it now, and we're talking. We... Got my attention. 
we, we, okay, what I'm saying is we'll talk about it now. We should talk about it properly at a later date. For one morning, right, you know we get criticism because we don't do, like, proper breakfast shows. Hang on. 21 and a half minutes past eight. We should do a proper local radio BBC breakfast show one morning. Yeah. And we do it, we do it properly. Straight we do, as. We do it straight as a die because it, look, we get lots of criticism and we get lots of people saying nice things, thank you. Lots of people saying, oh, he's not as good as uh, Simon Lederman. He's not as good as it used to be. He's not as good as other local radio stations breakfast. All right, well then one morning we'll give you what you would get on another BBC local radio station and then we'll see who's begging to be let back in the house. Got a lot of big tour stuff for this week I can help out for with that. Got a lot of local radio stories. Perfect, perfect. I'm forcing myself to say perfect. We've got a zombie guy. Sorry? Who's coming in. From the zombies? In the week. No. She's not there. I don't know where she is. If you see her, let us know. Oh eight four five nine four double five. She's gone out. It's 22 minutes past eight. Alice. <laughs> He, what do you mean a zombie guy? He started writing, I feel bad, and telling his story, and he's going to come and tell it on Thursday. So I'll give you a teaser. Oh, yeah. He started writing a comic book himself. He like, started writing it completely. Oh, hey. And then it got so popular, he was like, I can make a film out of this. And then he used social media and Indiegogo raising money, yeah. and he made this film himself well, yeah, with it, his little buddies. He doesn't need to come in on Thursday. He does, because he's more interesting than me. Well, that's not true. No, he is. <laughs> or is it? I bet he is, actually. To be fair, I haven't made a zombie film, so he's got that well, have on you? Me. Her nickname is Dull Gossip. Oh. Sorry? Dull. She doesn't know that. You came up with it. What? <laughs> oh, Play track 11. What is this? But let's do, let's do a proper breakfast show. We talked about this the other day and I dismissed it, and now I'm thinking, actually, it's a really good idea. Yeah. Okay. The problem is, if they like it, you have to do it all the time. I know, that's the worry. <laughs>
seven, the dream we all dream of. Boy versus girl in the world series of love. He's showing off now, isn't he, with his keytar. Here's, here's something you don't normally hear of this music. Widow's body lay in semi for ten years. What? Well, that's just a racket now. You know, I, I need my uh, I need my palate refreshed. Sugar muggy delicious. Widow's. This is an incredible story, right? Horrible this is horrible. Story. This is horrible. This is horrible. Is this another one of those ones that's going to make you want to check on your neighbours? No. Well, yeah, but it's going to make you want to check on. Well, okay. Let's see. The remains of a woman who apparently lay dead in her front room for more than a decade. A decade. The word decade isn't used often enough, I don't think. It's a good word. Decade. Some people say decade. Why? Were only discovered after the death of the son who shared her home. Oh. Oh. Police believe Doris Amos's body was left to decompose after her younger son, Martin, 55, 55 failed to tell anyone she died. This is this is this story just gets worse and worse. The grisly discovery was made by her estranged elder son, Alan, who visited the family home on Friday following the sudden death of his brother. Oh. To his horror, the sixty-one-year-old found the skeleton of his mother in the front room of the house in Bexley Heath, South East London. Well, so there was no funeral. Wouldn't you have noticed that? It was the first time he'd visited the dilapidated house in over ten years after having a row with his brother. The elderly widow thought to have been in her 70s and not been seen for years by neighbours. Yeah, because she was dead for ten. Oh, my word. She'd been left alone with her reclusive son, Martin, after her husband died in 1985. Um, last night, neighbours said they assumed Mrs Ames had died, although they thought it strange there'd never been a funeral. Isn't that just the most horrific story? Morning, guys, by the way. The most horrific story on, on so many levels. Yeah. yeah, because obviously the... Gosh. He was living with her for ten years. Mrs Carpenter, a neighbour, said, It makes you feel bad, as we've always wondered why there'd never been a funeral. We always thought it was strange her body was never seen being taken out of the house. It's weird, isn't it? Sorry, that's brought a downer on the show, guys. Uh, Victoria's dressed, Victoria Beckham's dressed up as a lady in the same clothes. Oh, OK. Back, back. Have I got you back? Yeah. Oh, wait, fourth... That story, wow. I, I know, it's weird, isn't it? It's weird. It's, I, I tell you why, because if that was a film, 
you would think, oh, this is what a ridiculous story for a film. But it's actually happened. But it could happen. What I was thinking is it could happen so easily. Because if the guy is not a sociable person anyway, and yeah. not the sort of person you have a chat with, yeah. who's going to say, oh, by the way, is your mum died? Never going to happen, is it? But where would you have to be in your life, in your head, to let your mum sit in a settee for ten years? God. Let's get the travel. <laughs> Travel news for beds, cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. Change Road is just looking a little bit slow around Beach and Grove. That's according to the speed sensors. And in East Hyde, the London Road still has the ongoing junction improvements at Newlands Road. Broad Hallway in Stevenage has roadworks at Hartford Road. And onto the trains now. London Midland have no service between Bedford and Bletchley today. And First Capital Connect and a lot of services will not be stopping at London Bridge this week. Charlotte Freeman, BBC Three Counties Radio. Sugar delicious. Across beds, hearts and bugs. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. It's 8.30 with the headlines. I'm Nicola Hazler. The actor and Oscar-winning film director Lord Attenborough has died a few days before his 91st birthday. Richard Attenborough's film roles included Brighton Rock, The Great Escape and Jurassic Park. He turned to directing and achieved international success with Gandhi, A Chorus Line and Shadowlands. Doctors at a hospital in North London have begun treating a British nurse who caught the Ebola virus in Sierra Leone. He's been named as 29-year-old William Pooley. Mr Pooley volunteered to go to West Africa to care for victims of Ebola. He was flown to Britain yesterday by the RAF. Police are renewing their appeal for witnesses to an assault on a doorman in Hartford. James Darrow from Edmonton was struck in the face in the entrance to a bar on Bull Plain shortly after midnight on Saturday morning. And the strongest earthquake to hit Northern California in a quarter of a century has caused widespread damage and injured more than 100 people, some of them seriously. The quake, with a magnitude of six, hit 50 miles northeast of San Francisco. Three Counties Sports. BBC Three Counties Radio. Harfordshire's Lewis Hamilton says his Mercedes teammate Nico Rosberg has admitted to deliberately crashing into him during the Belgian Formula One Grand Prix. The British driver was forced out of the race while Rosberg finished second to Milton Keynes Red Bull's Daniel Ricciardo, extending his championship lead to 29 points. After the race, the Mercedes team boss Toto Wolff was scathing in his assessment of the incident. Absolutely unacceptable. Absolutely unacceptable. Uh, lap number two of a long race, a crash between two ma- teammates. You know, we have often discussed that situation. It happened today. Andy Murray says he's in his best shape since winning Wimbledon last year as he prepares to begin his US Open tennis campaign later today in New York. Murray faces the Dutchman Robin Haas in the first round and said he's put his injury problems behind him after undergoing back surgery last year. I feel confident. I don't know whether more or less than than the other ones, but physically I'm better prepared than I was for the other slams. But I got my best best training block I've had since uh, since before Wimbledon last year done in Miami. Trained hard and yeah, I feel ready. 
Manchester United are still looking for their first league victory and a new manager, Louis van Gaal, after a 1-1 draw at Sunderland yesterday. Van Gaal has refused to be drawn on speculation that the club are close to signing winger Angel Di Maria from Real Madrid for a British record transfer fee of around £65 million. Tottenham are the early leaders of the Premier League after beating QPR 4-0 at White Hart Lane. In yesterday's other match, Hull City and Stoke City drew 1-1. This evening, champions Manchester City host Liverpool at eight. And MK Dons play the biggest game in their 10-year history tomorrow night as Manchester United are their opponents in the League Cup second round. It will be a full house at Stadium MK with more than 29,000 tickets sold. Dons manager Carl Robinson says it'll be a magical moment for club chairman Pete Winkleman. For the chairman and also his wife Bernie who's been with them right the way through all this turbulent times and exciting times. The two of them have really stood strong and I think the two of them will be very, very pleased when they walk in the stadium on Tuesday evening. BBC Three Counties News. Your next bulletin is at nine. Call 08459 455 555. BBC Three Counties Radio. This one's tweeted again. Your show is the best show I've ever heard. Don't worry about the hatters. Don't worry what the hatters say. I, think I love haters. the hatters. Come on, you hatters. You're wearing earrings. Yes. You don't normally. No, because... Um, you look odd. Yeah, no, well, you'll get used to it. It's like you with a beard. I don't want... I've got a beard. Yes. I've had, I had some good comps about the beard. beard so looks it's, nice. I told you, it's a face framer. Maybe, maybe I'm one of those people that was always meant to wear a beard, like Edmunds or the Bee Gees. Mm. Anyway, you've got earrings in. Yeah. How come you've not worn them before? Because um, they're new. But does your hole not he- heal up? up? No. I thought if you didn't use it for a long time, it kind of just healed over. No. It's a myth. Is it? Mm. Why are you being a bit defensive about it? Well, I don't know what you're driving at. I'm not driving anything. I'm asking about earrings and whether your hole has healed over. And you turn, apparently it hasn't. I thought that this is... No, it is true. 08459 455 Some of them will have had maybe one or two. And you could still get an earring in there. No, yeah, but you have to, you have to pierce it again. It bleeds. No, it doesn't bleed. This is you a might lie. Get some, you might get some other... Discharge. <laughs> I tell you what I hate. And I Don't hate... say that. What? It's not discharge, really. It's but... just, you know, general stuff. Well, what is it if it's not discharging from your ear? What I hate, and I hate these people, I actually hate them, and I think we should. I don't, I'm not, I don't believe in... Um, which is the one where you kill them? Capital or corporal punishment? Uh, cap- co- uh, capital. I don't believe in either of those things. But Corporal's both... when you just smack them. Yeah, bit. both... Cor- th- these people should be given corporal and then capital punishment. <laughs> the perverts that... Um, what do they call them? Window... W- windies. That the, the make holes in their ears and then get them bigger. Oh! That I it... don't know what they're called, but they are hideous. You could put a sausage through the, some of them. You're going to end up with uh, earlobes down to your knees. It's horrible. It is... Have you, do you know what I'm talking about, Dennis? Yes, I do. The people who make the big holes in the ears. Yeah, yeah, what are they yeah. called, Alice? I don't know, don't they just call them stretchers or something? That's the thing. Oh, wait, no, you carry people away. <laughs> yeah. Don't they call, they call them, um, like, whole, whole men? Yeah. Holers? Yeah. Holy moly. Sausages. I don't know what they call them. It's disgusting, Probably Dennis. Probably sausages. Hanging is not too, hanging is too good for them. What? Which is the one where it's bad for them? Anyway, it's K- wrong. Kill them. Don't kill them. Kill them. <laughs> no. Dennis, what do you want? I was going to say, if you're going to change this programme to a popular programme... <laughs> please, I please. I say they're not the words the, he used the mo- first no, the, the morning you do, will you please ring me first so we'll not put the radio on. <laughs> 
<laughs> You've never made me laugh before, Dennis. Well, that's all right, but I'm just saying, please don't do it. Incidentally, this chap who kept his mother... Dead. Oh, that was that was uh, Norman Bates, wasn't it? It, it was psycho. Norman Bates, wasn't it? Psycho. Yes, exactly. Thank you. Um, yeah, Psycho's a strange. That didn't film. end well, did it? No, not for anybody. No. <laughs> not for it. What's great about Psycho, and it's not a very good film, I don't think, is that the first forty-five minutes are about that blonde woman. Yeah. And you think that that's what the film's about. And, and she not. was the big star as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so the shock when she gets bumped off. Yeah, and it's not about her. Maybe the first thirty-five minutes, but it's not a very good film. Hitchcock's films aren't very good. The only one that's that's very good is the one one of his later ones in London, and it's got that man who strangles women and goes, "Lovely, lovely." Oh, yeah, that's really good. I can't remember what it's called. The rest are rubbish. The birds is rubbish. Vertigo is rubbish. The one with the man in the in the wheelchair taking photographs is rubbish. Rear, rear window. Yeah, it's all rubbish. No. Hitchcock could not make a film to save his life, but he did. Well, he made film. Successfully. Yeah, OK. Let me do that again. Hitchcock could not make a film that I liked to save his life, apart from the one where the man, I think it's Peter van der Volk, says... Lovely. <laughs> Stop saying that! Lovely. It's a good film. What is that? Anyone know what that film's called? Do you know what it's called, Ellis? No. Lovely. <laughs> Lovely. It's a good film. It's, I tell you what, it's good. Because it's like, it's, it's London in about 1970. It's all old London. I love films where it's kind of old, but not really old London. And that's... Here endeth the film review. Do you like films where um, it's so old-fashioned that the ladies talk like that? I do. I... I came up from London with a party of school children. I appear to have lost them. That's a line from a film. I can't remember what the film is. It, I too... Anyway, it's a boring story. Okay, well, I'm, I'm learning something. What the, the story was, it's a, a film starring a conductor. It's a black and white film starring a conductor. I, I came up with a, from London with a party of children. I appear to have lost them, she says. And I remember saying, that woman is beautiful. Like 1942, I remember saying, that woman is beautiful. And my mate went, oh, she looks like your girlfriend. And she looked exactly like my girlfriend oh, at the time. Oh, She was beautiful. Was she black and white at all times? Yes, in many ways she was. Now, Catherine, what have you got for us? Nothing. Oh, well, should we play a song? Yeah. Right, go for, go to the Simon CD again. Now, there are some. Th- th- these are some of the songs we haven't got time to play, OK? You know, in those days... Yeah. Of the days when they talk like that? Yes. They always had something to say, didn't they? They never started a thought and went, uh, you know, like... It was scripted, mate, it was films. I know. But in, the re- in real life, did they always... We haven't got time to play... like that. Um, Cowboys are Square... We haven't right. got time to play that. Do you know what my impression of that was? Yeah. Lads in a garage. Yeah, and yeah, the yeah. singing came in yeah. and it definitely was. We haven't got time to play the mar... I love... Do you like the apples in stereo? Don't know. Yes. We've got time to play the apples in stereo, ladies and gentlemen. You gotta play tough, my love. What a 
Short fat guy with, with glasses. Beard. Yeah, it's good, isn't it? The apples in stereo. Yeah, I like them. Yeah, uh, the voice took me a little while to get used to, but now I like it. Ellis, I've got the wrong hat. What? Oh, I'm not telling you off this time. No, I, I say that for off. When did you last tell me off? I'll tell you off in a minute for cheeking me. Uh, when, when you've got, you're typing a message on the screen. What well, are you typing? I can just say it now. Colin yeah. Berry just phoned. You know who Colin show... Berry is. I, I know exactly oh, who Colin goodness. Berry is. Why did he not come on? His show... Well, he just wanted to tell me a quick message to tell you. OK, Colin, I'll, I'll allow you to do You should have come on, Colin. Oh, that was my... I, I just... You should have let... You, you told Colin Berry you couldn't oh, come I on. Just, that, look, Colin, give Dave, us a ring. Dave from Luton phoned, and there's someone calling now. It's probably so Colin. Yeah, probably now. Colin going, why did you not let me go on the radio? Doesn't talk like that. I know that's his real voice. His real voice is that. It's the, it's, it's, it's the beautiful, charming thing. Oh, about he's brilliant. Him. I can't believe, I cannot believe Ellis would not allow Colin Berry no, to come what's on. She got against Colin. I mean, I know she bad mouths him around the studio well, and stuff and at the offices, but I thought that was a joke. Some of that but, stuff's quite uncalled for. Some of it. I mean, really, you've got to be so careful throwing allegations around. Colin Berry, listen, phone up. I, I apologise for my, uh, my portcullis that was not opened for you. <laughs> I'd love a pork. Imagine having a pork cullis at home. They used to sharpen those. Did they really? Yeah. I've been watching horrible histories. The olden days were nuts. Yeah. Fun. Scary. Yeah. Smelly. Oh, hang on. We've got, have we got, we've got Colin Berry on the line. We've got Colin. Morning, Colin. Colin. Hello. Colin Berry. No, no, I'm not Colin Berry. Yes. What are you doing a voice for, Colin? Hello. Hello, Colin. No, no, I'm not Colin. It's Colin Berry from South Norwood. Good morning, Colin. Oh, good morning. Good morning, Ian. Um, uh, that <laughs> film was Frenzy, the one you were talking about over Hitchcock. It, what film was it? Frenzy. Oh, lovely. Yeah. And also, there was a Psycho 2, which was very, very good indeed. Wasn't there a Psycho 3 as well? Oh, yes, there was Psycho 3. But Psycho 2 is very good because it was made by a person... Oh, was that it? was a student of Albert Hitchcock, oh. you see. Was it good, though, or was yes, it rubbish? It was. It was. He comes out of the... He's, they say he's cured, you see. He's yeah. allowed to go home. And then the same thing happens all over again. Well, slightly, but um, it, it's not. No, it's not as as um, as that. But it's, uh, it's it's got one of the people from the first film in it, Vera Miles. You said it, right? But it is a good film. But the reason I rang was that I bought the other day a box set. Alfred Hitchcock presents. Oh. You know he did a TV series in the fifties. Yes, he, he used to talk like. Who's to talk like Good that? Evening, Good evening, everybody. Good evening. I'm, my name is Colin Berry. Show. Yes. Yes. Right. There's thirty nine episodes on it. Oh yeah. 
and they're very... I'm working my way through it. Very, very good. And what they did in Glad the 80s, yeah. they colourised it. Oh, no. No, no. Colourisation is a criminal offence and it should not be allowed. Well, it's like bad did, dubbing. Yeah. They remade the film so they colourised his introduction, you oh. see. So you've got the blue and the pink yeah. Alfred Hitchcock. Oh, blimey. Well, Good co- evening. Th- yes. Thank you, Colin. Colin Berry there. Good evening. I don't like... It's those idiots who colourised Laurel and Hardy films. No. Mm. They were meant they were meant to be seen in black and white guys and it turns out those overalls weren't black they were brown who knew no awful one. and you know his hair was red yeah oh his hair no. was red uh, I, laurel stan laurel is a genius you know he wrote all of those films and he directed most of those films but he didn't have his name on the credits my dad is a mad laurel and hardy fan yeah. and we went to ulverston um, oh. and there is a stan laurel museum and yeah. it's just someone who's collected loads of stuff it's yeah. one of those brilliant museums where it's someone's house and they've just but you know Stan Laurel was also a mess as a human being. Was Ma- he? A massive boozer. Um, and uh, the one drunken binge, he dug... He, got, he had, like, f- several wives. And one drunken binge, he d- dug a grave... What? ...in the back garden and ordered his wife to jump into it. Now, had that been a plot in the Laurel and Hardy, we'd all be chuckling. Yeah. In real life, dark, macabre. <gasps> but good... I love Laurel and Hardy. I need to read a book about him. I've got a Laurel and Hardy book. It's quite dense, though, actually. You might not be able to... Get your head around it. What are you saying? You're saying, I'm, saying I'm daft? A little bit, yeah. Oh. Mind you, fair dues, that, that Bee Gees book was rubbish. Dave is Luton! Dave from Luton. Hello, Dave Luton. Is it, I always think it's funny that your last name is Luton and you live in Luton. Like Joey Essex. No, no it's Dave from Luton. Like Elizabeth Windsor. Oh, yeah. Um, you, I hear you're going to change the programme over between six and nine in the mornings. We might. Would you have a problem with that, Dave Luton? No, um, all I want to know, who's going to be the presenter? We keep you, Kelly, um, and Kelly and Catherine, you, Catherine. Yeah. But who's going to be the presenter? Do you mind? You? Yeah. Or Colin Berry? Uh, Or or you? Oh, yeah. James Whale? James Whale. (laughs) Justin Dealey? Justin Dealey. Yeah. Who's going to be the presenter? I don't know. Who is? No, you tell me. Well, you thought about it. Well, Who do you it's, want? Not gonna, it's not going to be the boss, is it? Who's the boss? The bossy boots. Who's there now? Come on, am I talking to myself again? God. Oh, here we go. Here we go again. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Hello? We're only going to change these programs in the morning. Oh dear, Oprah, I can't talk properly. Could you stay free? Can you play that fully on? And again. I want you to sing in. Oh, dear, oh, Frank. Back, Kelly. Even, even Catherine's going like it now. Do, 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 do. 
Hello? 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 Oh, uh, are we good? No. I, oh, dear, this is... I can hear my voice coming through on this phone. I can hear your voice, and it's very loud. It's deafening me. Well, we've done something at that studios. Justine, where are you? Dennis, can you come back again, please? Da -da 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 -da. You really got me going. You really got me going. <laughs> All the time. Da -da 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 -da. He's a dipstick, isn't he? Da -da 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 -da. Come here, give me a big cuddle. Oh. <laughs> Who's that? Dennis? I don't do a program about Adolf Hitler. Having a gecko on your head for me is just wrong. This program is a hell mess. I'm now in the urinal section. <laughs> we in all over. We in over the presenter. Yeah. Hell mess. <laughs> yes, a hell, hell mess. Mess. Tough, mate. No. You hit it, Hell, miss. Da 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 da. Come on, dipstick, come through it. Oh, you wait, I get. I wait, I'll talk to you again, Catherine. Da 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 da. Okay. Time's up. I'll see you tomorrow. I'm being swallowed by a boa constrictor. I'm being swallowed by a boa constrictor. I'm being swallowed by a boa constrictor. And I don't like it very much. Oh, no. Oh, no. He swallowed my toe. He swallowed my toe. Oh, gee. Oh, gee. He's up to my knee. He's up to my knee. He's reached my middle, he's reached my middle. Oh, heck, oh, heck. He's up to my neck, he's up to my neck. Oh, dread, oh, dread, he's followed by... <laughs> morning, Hazel. Good morning. Hello, you're in Welling. How's Welling looking this morning? Um, not very nice. Oh, very, dear. Very dull. Oh. What not, a downer. Not a very happy um, bank holiday, I'm afraid. Well, it might pick up, yet. Yeah. Have you got any plans? <laughs> no. 
Well, that's the best kind of day for me. No, I usually see my daughter, but they're sunning it in Cyprus at 37 degrees. Really? Mm. Is that too hot for you? Yes, that's too yeah. hot for me, yeah. A bit hot for me as well. Yeah. Ian, you like it hot, don't you? I don't like it hot. I don't like it up. It's, it's too hot. Too hot. <laughs> so you're better off in Welling, Hazel? Yes. <laughs> what did you want to talk to us about? Um, well... I was going to say to Ian, um, I don't know who Peter Van Der Velt was. <laughs> Is that not a person? I thought he was in the film Frenzy. Well, I thought that was Peter Laurie who says lovely. No, it's not. Someone's texted it's Barry somebody. Well, Barry somebody was Peter Van Der Velt, but that was a series where he was a detective. Barry Foster. Yeah, he was Peter Van... Oh, oh, right, oh, he... Well, so you do know who Peter Van der Valk was, then? <laughs> Hello? Hello? Yes, so you do know who Peter Van der Valk... Well, I know who Peter Van der Valk, the detective in the you series, said you didn't was. Know who, who he was. I didn't know who Peter Van der Valk, who said lovely, was. Well, it was Barry Foster... Yeah. ..who was in the film, who said lovely. He went, lovely. No, that was Peter Laurie. I don't think Peter Laurie was in the film. What film are we talking about? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Hazel, thank you so much for calling and putting up with our rubbish. Okay. I hope things brighten up for you today, my dear. Thanks very much. Take care. Ta-ta. If I had the house to myself, that would be a great day. <laughs> oh, I've got the house to myself. Well, you should, you should make the most of that. We should probably finish, shouldn't we? What now? Well, yeah, I guess so. I mean, One of the five minutes, I think. Should we play a song? Mm. Do you want a nice one? No, a rubbish one. Of course, I want a nice. Well, one. I mean, because I, I okay, we didn't get time for this. This is awesome. This is a loving spoonful song, but but with a difference. Here we go. To anyway, oh. if you had just looked once or twice oh. and gone up on your quiet way, we haven't got time for that. Oh, what a shame! Is that Astrid Gilberto? It is. I, like I don't her. know who Astrid Gilberto is. She's Bossa Nova star, Brazilian. It's good, that isn't it? Mm-hmm. Uh, we didn't have time for Jenny O doing Buddy Holly. So I think, but I think we've got time for. I mean, this whole album is awesome. Oh, we didn't have time for uh, Bombino, um, uh, which is wonderful. <laughs> Hang on. Hang on. Here we go. We haven't got time for that. Uh, they we- should have stopped messing about and <laughs> skipped to the uh, the actual chase. We have got time for this. This is awesome. You're like this. First aid kit and sing with me.
such a good song so short first day kit but i need to do a bit of business here's the travel travel news for beds cards and bugs bbc three counties radio the northwestern avenue heading northbound is now busy that's around the dome roundabout according to the speed sensors but just having a look everything else does still appear to be moving well so far this morning in east hyde london road still has temporary traffic lights at newlands road and broad hallway in stevenage more works at hartford road onto the trains and london midland have no service today between Bedford and Bletchley and no trains will be stopping at London Bridge this week. Charlotte Freeman, BBC Three Counties Radio. Charlotte, thank you very much. Right, that's it. That's your lot. Mike Naylor's up now until 12. Catherine, anything? You can end the show. Well, it's been really fun for us and I hope that at least some of it was tolerable for you. Um, We'll be back tomorrow, six till nine. It'll be a bit different, but more of the same. 